Live from HMD Studio, it's Stay Busy with the boy, Armand Sadler. Ooh. 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 It's not a little different in here. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to season three, bigger than ever, busier than ever. It's Stay Busy with Armand Sadler, where we have responsible discussions on the music business and the music culture. I am Armand Sadler. I'm still vegan chorizo poppy. I'm still multiple miles Monday poppy, although I'll be on the Peloton now. Uh oh. I mean, I do multiple miles on the Peloton, but I'll be on the Peloton now. Shout out to the plug. The plug knows who he is. The Peloton is lit. Um, (laughs) What else do I do? I'm not your favorite Uber driver's favorite Uber driver anymore. I might be your child's favorite teacher, though. Okay. Because I'll be teaching the youths now. Um, but I'm just happy to be back. And you know I don't do this alone. My boy's here. How what's you feeling, up, y'all? Man? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, Nick Early, executive producer and co-host and stay busy with Armand Sadler. I'm looking everywhere. I'm here, right? I'm here. <laughs> see, we got angles now. We we everywhere. You know how y'all see the y'all see the elevations yeah. of the situations, you know what I'm saying? So I'm here. I'm in this camera. Mm-hmm. How you doing? I'm excited to be here, y'all. We got a lot of stuff coming for season three. So yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be dope. So yeah. Yeah, it's definitely uh exciting times. You know, we uh we had some intentions for when we were gonna come back, but all creators know things change. Mm-hmm. Um but um, you know, timing is everything and this is the right timing for okay. us. The right one. But while we've been away, man, there's been a lot going on. Uh, I'm I'm bald now. <laughs> Um, I like it though. I like it. It's it's a it's cool. A vibe. It's thank always, you, bro. When from when we crossed and you had we had to do the baldies for the yeah, probate. People told me I they, like, they like the low cut. It, you actually don't look bad. Thank you, man. Thank you. I I, I don't feel bad. I feel good. I feel yeah. good with it. So um, yeah. you know, I'm bald now. Uh, like I said, I'm I'm teaching the youths now. Uh, really enjoying that. I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I I do, but I'm really really enjoying it. But there are some things in the works, some things that I can't talk about just yet. Uh-oh. But y'all Uh-oh. gonna see very soon. There is there is a level up impending. Okay. What what you been up to in these uh six months, brother? Six months, man. It's been that long. <laughs> man. Yeah. No, I've been I mean, I've been doing everything. I've been in the studio working on a project, mm-hmm. of course. Uh working growing my skill sets in, in the production world and everything like that too. So but I'm you know, locking in on getting to a new level with some music i've had some really good conversations lately that have really uh i would say shaped my perspective on how to approach some things so mm. there's gonna be this is a, this is the year of 22 is gonna be the year of leveling up and like a real shift for mm-hmm. sure and like a real noticeable shift in a lot of things that i'm doing a lot of things that people see so yeah. I'm, I'm very excited good man good 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 um so we got to give some shout outs uh, now those who i'm sure you were aware you know our social media was buzzing we had a real nice rollout for it but uh a busy bronx happened september 17th yeah very fun event man let's, kinda, let's I, just let's, get a little quick yeah the busy bronx was hitting see karen you man you missed it bro yeah man but uh whew. 
I had I had a lot of fun. I think you all could tell how much fun I, I was having uh, up on stage. Mm-hmm. Those uh, City Island IPAs were were getting to me, but you know it just contributed to the vibe. I think I, th- I think I think I I think I handled myself well. I but was, I was shocked at how composed you were still years of practice man years of practice it, ju- it just makes me better wow it makes me better it, it was adding to the it was adding to but uh we want to shout out everyone who attended uh those who donated our performers rush smitty grizzy Rowe, will Trill, and r mimo desmond dane uh nick early of course uh, did I forget anybody? I hope I didn't forget anybody. I don't think we did. Skip yeah. from BK. Skip from BK. Of Skip, course, I want to. I want to shout out Skip specifically. He did his thing, man. Skip was Skip had to do stand up comedy in an outdoor brewery situation mm-hmm. with trains coming yeah. by. Yeah, all type of stuff. Rush to shout out to Rush. Yes, yes. For doing them being the only two non musical acts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know they they really did their thing, so I'm I appreciate you. I'm into my camera. Skip Rush, we appreciate y'all. Especially. Absolutely, I hope I didn't forget anybody. Also, shout out DJ Olo, oh, of the course. guy DJ Olo. He's Yo, really on. There were people. Here. There were people coming up to me like he has not missed like song wise. Like yeah, no. for for that hour and a half before the event actually started, they were like, "Yo, who is this guy?" I was like, "That's the brother, man. He does the thing. OD. You know, Alpha oh, does. Yeah. You know, we don't do nothing regular. We do it. We do it Come big." Uh, of course, we got to shout out our photographer Ruby. The photos mm-hmm. are available now. Hit our link tree for mm-hmm. the Google Drive for the photos. Um, videographers Chris Omar and Danny, you all will be seeing our recap very soon. Um, the Bronx Brewery, of course, for hosting us. Yeah, they yeah, yeah, yeah. they were incredible. They made everything so easy. So you know, we hope we exposed you all to that great yeah, venue. Yeah. You know, Yaka hosts y'all events there. The empanadas was hitting. Emp- what? <laughs> let's let's have a moment for the empanadas. Mm. Which one did you have? I had the chopped cheese empanada. Um, the I think the chicken vodka, vodka something, chicken vodka, okay. chicken parm. Um, I, I, and then I had an event the next day, as you know. Too, That's right. Or that, that Sunday, rather. So I tried the, uh, you got like the summer squash one. Mm-hmm. I tried that the joint. vegan joint. That joint is good. I'm not a it's vegan, good. but they, I, I do partake in the, the vegan. The vegan items slap, man. The vegan specialties, I they do partake. Slap. They slap. Um, and of course, our guy David Ballon for the Flyers did his thing with the Flyers. Our incredible social media rollout. Um, so yeah, make sure y'all, y'all commission that, man. His social media is on our page so y'all can hit that. Indeed, indeed. But we're here to pod So we want to shout out our listeners Tapping back in for season 3 Of Stay Busy with Armand Sadler And any new listeners who are here We hope you stay a while, That's enjoy uh, And this is for Whether you like Miley or Selena Naomi or Serena Mango or Pina And doing it yourself or hiring a cleaner Okay Miley or Selena Ooh. Are we talking music? Are we music in general nah, <laughs> Whatever Mighty stuck out to you good. Nah I'm playing nah. Uh, Definitely Selena For me Okay Wait Naomi You know I'm talking about Selena oh, Gomez right Yeah 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 Okay cool I'm yeah. just checking, just checking. Yeah. <laughs> Not not like Bitty bitty bum bum Nah no, 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 Cause that's that She should never be compared to yeah, Miley yeah, 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 Absolutely In a lifetime Absolutely not You know what I'm saying yeah. um, Naomi or Serena Naomi Osaka Oh nah Serena and Naomi beat her though. That, that, that match Seren- too Serena Williams Serena, Serena, the thank goat. you. She, she the goat. Don't do that. Yeah, exactly. she the goat. Serena Williams, thank you. Mango or pina? Ooh, 
when you say it like with pina, it's just I start thinking of all the stuff that pina being. Uh-huh. Yep. It's not yep. pineapple, just pina. I'm gonna go with this time. I'm a mango fiend, but I'm gonna go with pina in okay. this case. Okay. Doing yourself or hiring a cleaner, man. Do it yourself. Mm. Keep that man. Save that money, bro. When I am able to hire a cleaner though, and then not break the bank, I, I'm definitely gonna do that. But when yeah. does hiring a cleaner not break the bank? Um, I mean, when when you make an M, when the bank is big, when, enough. when, yeah. <laughs> the, bank is big when enough. the bank is not but to be broken, then well, okay. you feel me? That's yeah. what we manifesting. We manifesting. Okay. Of course, we got to shout out our guy. He's in the background right now taking pics. His thumb is in front of the uh, lens. Uh, our VP of everything, <laughs> Kieran Hurley. Kieran, Kieran, wait, hold on. I, are you? You might be the only white person I know from Flatbush. Are you from Flatbush? Where are you from? Staten, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, yeah I, I, <laughs> he's saying I he don't why. Jack Staten. Y'all hearing him in the background? You probably can't hear him, but he's saying yeah. he don't Jack Staten. But he's, anyways. I but. get it. But he is the man that you cannot see, but you can feel. Of course, we got to shout out Anchor, our distribution platform, holding us down these last three seasons. If you did not know, Anchor will distribute your podcast for free to all the streaming platforms, and you can get some sponsored ads regardless of your listenership. As you can see, you can see us, and not just screens in our heads. You can see us. You can see the kicks, the jeans, the shirt, everything, our, our logo in the background, the lights, all that. Not for real. We got to give a big shout out to HMD Studio, our guy Camden Engineering. Camden. <laughs> Doing Can't the switches, the all that yeah, good man. stuff. Hit those switches a few times. Near, 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 near. Camden got the the burgundy silky on right yeah, now. He's, he's different. He's, he's, he's living. Different. He's living. He's, different. he's living. Um, but HMD Studio is incredible. Highly suggest you all book sessions here. You can record here. It's a photo space, video space, event space, game room, music recording studio. So you can do everything here, man. Like you so can right. really, you can really make make things pop. Mm-hmm. Um, I also got to shout out Devon Terrell, part of Need to Know Podcast, who is you know the the owner. Creator of all this Making this happen Mr. Tuel Shout out to him For setting this up Um, But man Like I said We hit a pod So let's jump into this chat My guy Chat away Wow (laughs) Just even hearing you say that Let's jump into this chat It's eerie It's eerie In a good uh, way Yeah yeah Oh absolutely We back Finally We back man We back So it is Adele season New single Easy on me Coming October 15th You excited? Bruh Like I said before I think um, like it's gonna be a conversation with you know how we have Big Luther or Skinny Luther. Yeah. I think it's gonna be a conversation with Adele, mm-hmm. and I'm really excited to hear how the music turns out because yeah. I, she's she's looking very happy. She's looking very healthy. She's looking very excited yeah. about the new stuff. She just seems like a she has like a different glow to her. Yeah, somewhere. and then even when we saw her, uh, we saw her at SNL. Yeah, SNL with her. Oh my god. I was spoiled. It what was a night, spoiled. man! How what long a night. ago was that? That was like it was like October 2020. I think it's been a yeah, it's been around a year. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, That's amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. fire. Well, here we are. Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to it. I love her rollout. You know, Adele's always given very personal music, but you know, in, in an IG post, she was talking about self love and. All these other self concepts and how like there's this one line where she's like maybe I'm the problem and I'm like wow well shout out to a woman taking accountability we we, we love that if we it's gonna be that. one it's gonna be Adele to do it that is a fact <laughs> now there was a tweet put out by a journalist I'm cool with fellow Yankee fan I mess with him Jason Buford and he tweeted out was Adele ever good and he was getting cooked in his mentions Who is this? Like, he was he was getting cooked Jason, Jason Buford he's wrote on for like Rolling Stone Passion Weiss uh, a bunch of places he's, he's super talented but um. I was just very perplexed by it because I'm like, well, if you have listened to Adele throughout her career, I mean, and some people called her last album forgettable. I mean, like, she I, ever good. I probably prefer like 21 
as like her her best album. She had nineteen, twenty one, then twenty five. Yeah. yeah, twenty one was probably my favorite. Like that was that era with like rolling in the deep, turning tables, all that like classics. But I'm like, was she ever good? Like if if you look, I mean, if you don't like her, that's one thing. But yeah, I think it's objective talent that just can't be denied. So I was very perplexed by the question. Um, I figured you'd have a spicy response. That's well, why. <laughs> I, as you today, I'm trying to watch my words today. Okay, but um, you know him. I do, Jason. I'm looking camera, Jason. Now come on, bro. Was Adele <laughs> ever good? And if Camden do a slow push on me, just was was you know. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> no. Um, I think it's one of those things. It's like if you don't like Adele then yeah. you don't like her but like to say was she ever good is like bro come on like she's <laughs> she's a generational talent bro yeah generational yeah. talent yeah it goes without saying so I'm very much looking forward mm-hmm. to it uh, Maja Jordan announced their next album she Wildest like Dreams coming October 22nd yeah. this is their first album since 2017 when we got uh, The Space Between that was a very good album Bro, I got very the, very good. I album. got the hard copy on that. I, I seen. I went to see them by myself. Yo, low. Yeah, you and I have had a lot of conversations about how, like, you know, people say, "Oh, this album is slept on," blah blah blah. But it's slept on, but it still does numbers like that. I, I don't remember what the first week or anything was, but I I know. I, know. Yeah. I just know it was a really good album and like genuinely slept on. So I'm definitely looking forward to this, but I'm also like a little concerned, and I think they have the unfortunate. It, it's a double-edged sword being on OVO. You're in a really good situation yeah. where you're under the biggest artist in the world, but that heightens the expectations of you. And, you know, there's the OVO jokes like, oh, everyone's in the dungeon writing for Drake, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Party can't put out his own music because he's making Drake's music. Division's writing yeah. for Drake, all that. And we've seen Division put out three projects in the last, like, 16 months. Right. Party, you know, is doing his thing on features, all that. But, you know, for Majid, I'm like, I'm wondering if they missed their moment like you remember 2019 when they put out caught up with khalid like yeah, yeah, i, I yeah. love that yeah, record that, that, that was a joint should have been bigger and we just really got nothing else i think they put out like a two-pack that year but yeah. and you know i'm not the type to rush an artist or be like oh you gotta drop but i think they had momentum yeah, yeah that yeah. they just didn't capitalize yeah. on it we talk so often about mm-hmm. when it's your moment live in that like you know run that moment until yeah. the moment ends yeah, and then take it. a break and come back and they've just been very silent and very away so like how, how are you feeling about and how are you feeling about the singles they put out summer rain and waves of blue but also just generally maja jordan oh i love them too they're really dope duo um i <sighs> I've been when you talk about the momentum thing, it's been a situation for me. It's just like, is this the business influencing the the pacing mm-hmm. of how they put out music, or like the momentum, like we say, or them not what we would perceive as momentum and them not utilizing it? Is that are they, are they perceiving that as momentum too, or was there something else at play here that stopped them from you know continuing? Because it's you know after the space between, I I thought we was I'm like oh no, nah, the next yeah. one's going to be crazy. We're going to level up. We're going to do whatever, and then you know the single with Khalid and. I, there was expectation built, especially amongst people who were like locked in with them, you yeah. know, if you will. And so, I, the, the the singles I've been like, okay, like interesting, like for being gone this long, I'm like, mm-hmm. this okay, like I'm I, I'm I'm not writing them off, yeah, because I have so much respect for them as as a group and I love their music. I'm just more so like. How's it going to turn out? Like, what's it going to turn out? Similar, we're talking about with Kendrick. We don't get there. But, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm more so like, 
okay, bring me along. Tell me the story a little more. Mm-hmm. I want to say I don't like this cover art at all. I uh, yeah, me neither. I, I, me neither. I literally thought it was just like a like a like almost like a preview sort of thing. I'm like, yeah. okay, where's the real cover art? And I'm like, yeah, Wait, that's it. Yeah, and granted, space between was simple. Their products before but it was a design. Though. It was like, yeah. There was something to it. It was the space between it. It connected like yeah. it was. It connected to the concept. Yeah. This I'm like, okay. Yeah. So just just your face like it doesn't convey wildest dreams at all. At all. So so I don't know, man. I, I'm really curious to see what's happening. And you talk about like people talk about OVO sort of being like that that farm team. If you're not <laughs> the farm team of OVO, <laughs> if you're not Drake or oh, the other artists too. So it's, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. October I, I'm wishing them the best. Now, always. always. Too. Like, I don't think they missed their moment, but there's momentum that it's hard to rebuild that. You yeah. Know, you got to really come out with some crazy stuff to shock the world again like that. So Yeah. 100%. Next up, another album announcement. Uh, November 5th, we will be getting the follow-up to Summer Walker's Over It titled Still Over It. Um, the industry... Those who have heard the album have spoken very highly of it. Some are saying it is the best R&B music they've heard in a while. Um, you know, she's in her bag with all the London on the track drama, and you know, she's a mom now. And we know how people get when they get in that. No, mom the bag. mom bag is like, no, nah, K- I got another mouth to feed. Like, Kaylani is the is, prime example right, of right, it. Right. So you know, I'm, I am, I'm definitely looking forward to new summer. I am definitely, you know, she's put out. She hasn't put out a bad project, so I think she's very talented. But over the course of us waiting for new summer music, there's been a lot of hyperbole surrounding over it. I've had conversations with people calling it a classic. I've had conversations with people saying it's the best R&B album of the last decade. I've had just so many different conversations that have been really perplexing for me because I really liked the album when it dropped. And at, over time, I'm like, okay, it's it's still good, really good. I wouldn't call it a classic. I think there are albums that came out that year, and we've had this conversation on the pod before. But there are <laughs> albums that came out that year. Snow Allegra, uh, 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 those feels again. Um, Shea Butter Baby, Ari Lennox, just keep going. Kaylani's project, while going. we wait, and <laughs> like that, that's just a woman. Like there, there are at least three women who put out better projects than than over. And if we're talking overall R and B, that year we got Chasing Summer by Sir. We right. got Lucky Days Paint, which I run to this day. We got Anderson Pack Ventura. So I'm, I'm just, I'm really the 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 summer fascination is so interesting to me. And, and again, people think I hate her because I say like it's that album wasn't a classic or Yabi Wild. And I don't hate her. I like Summer a lot. I think she's very talented. I don't think Over It is her best project. So for that one to be the classic, if that's a classic, that means that Last Day of Summer, I think it's called, was a classic. That means Life on Earth, Clear. I'm like, uh, she she must have four classics then if y'all saying Over It is the classic because that's not her best project to me. Yeah. So I'm just really, I'm and, and, and the conversation about that album has grown, you know, music ages, people sit with it more, it affects them. And, you know, if an album is still affecting you two years later, then yeah, you're going to have good things to say about it. But I'm not on the Over It is a classic train. I... There's a lot of, maybe not a lot, but there's a good amount of women R&B artists that I would put above Summer. So I'm going into this new project with an uh, with optimism, but like it's just really interesting the conversation surrounding this. Yeah, I'm gonna for people who don't know, as you can tell by my faces, 
I'm going to reiterate for our new listeners who may have not heard, <laughs> well, because summer comes up very frequently. This project comes up very frequently. Yeah. I'm going to explain my, my take and my feelings. <sighs> I like Grave EP Summer. It was the Grave EP, right? Uh, the, EP, the first one. I think Grave was was Grave on. Was clear? it called the EP? Or was it Clear or something? What I was think, it called? I think Grave was on Clear. Is Clear? You look it up for me. I'm gonna get into the point. I, I'm not gonna get caught up in what the thing was called. When I first heard that, people was when she was buzzing. It's on Clear. It's Clear. This EP. Yeah. yeah so all the summer fans like it's clear. It's clear. <laughs> I got it right. Whatever. <laughs> so when I first heard that music, I didn't know who she was, and I kept hearing Grave. One moon come around these part. I'm like, yo, who is that? Who is it? What is this song? I'm like, it's so fresh. It's new. It's it has live instrumentation. It's 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 a present in, in the way we speak today. I'm like, this is different. I'm like, who's that girl? And people are like, that's Summer Walker, and it wouldn't stick. And then I'm like, who's this girl? I keep hearing this song. Who sings that song? And like, yo, it's Summer Walker. I'm like, yo, whatever she's doing, that's dope. And so I started doing my research. Ran the EP myself. I'm like, yo. I need this. I love this. This refreshing bit of R and B or neo soul. It, it, to me, truthfully, it lives more on the neo soul side than mm-hmm. it does, uh, you know, the more traditional R and B or whatever. You know, all of the same, but neo soul has more of that feeling. It was giving Erica. It was giving Jill. It was giving the remnants of those sort of things. It felt as if she studied those people, right? And she plays guitar. Tires of a good star. I'm like, oh, this girl's like talented. Saw her do Kimmel. I'm like, oh, she's playing, she's singing, she's dope, she got a live band. I'm like, man, she's dope. And then I'm like, okay, I'm locked in on the ride. And then over it comes. You know, the the one after that with the girls, girls like, what's the one that Drake did? Girls Need Love. Girls Need Love. Yeah. I like that project. That project's solid. I felt like it was That's a happy. over it, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. no. Yeah. Isn't it? Oh, no, no. The original was on Last Day of Summer, yeah, and exactly. then she put the remix. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think she put the remix and the original on Over It. Whatever she did. Over It's pro- her debut album. I didn't realize that. I thought Last Day of Summer was her debut album, so no, I, no. I was wrong this whole time. But I like that project. It's really good. I like that project. It's better than Over It was, it was <laughs> closer. It was further away from Clear, which I was mm-hmm. like, uh, but I didn't, I, I didn't mind it, right? Yeah. There were moments on that I was like, okay, this is dope. Then overcame, so I like anticipated the release because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, what you know, what's she finna bring? And I'll be honest, the second I saw London on the track, executive produced, I knew it was gonna be nothing what I was expecting. Mm. Saw that, and exactly as I felt, and people are going crazy now. I'm whatever. <laughs> exactly as I felt, all of that rawness, all of that, that. In the bedroom, learning, teaching myself how to play, writing amazing songs, just figuring out that vulnerability in a musical outlet, all of that was lost for me. Mm. And it became packaged in this commercialized, let's make her the next it girl sort of thing that all the girls can be toxic to or whatever, right? Um, And it just, for me, it killed the whole thing. Like, yeah. it, I was just like, well, there it is. And I mean, obviously, the, the project that has nothing to do, my thoughts on it have nothing to do with commercial success or what? How it resonates with people, and, and it's hitting with people. You yeah, know? It's, it was the biggest streaming R and B album, like right. And so all that aside, forget it, right? And I felt like when people when we talk about her almost as like a phenomenon now too. Yeah. When we talk about like her as just like a artist as a person, yeah, she goes and she's very awkward on stage, mm-hmm. or she does you know sort of things like that. I'm like, y'all, 
y'all can't tell that she just wants to do music and put out the music. She doesn't want to necessarily be this the it girl and be doing with the spectacle and stuff like that. She yeah. more she seems more about the music, yeah. right? She's a musician, like. Mm-hmm. Come on! A lot of them are introverts who don't who don't do the social right. stuff. Right, and so I think for me it was just like I wanted to see her handled differently, so far as the business perspective, like how they're pushing her and and putting her music out there, because I felt like that the spectacle part of over, regardless of what the music, how it was authentic to her, it felt and it came across as the like I said, the spectacle aspect of it was inauthentic to her, and the mm. commercial part of it, like you know, being out in front and doing all this extra stuff. Yeah, it didn't seem as if she wanted that, or maybe Not it was she did, and then saw with the price of fame or whatever. But long way to answer, say I had to give that as a you know because we will reference it again this season. I know it <laughs> it's going to come up. We, we gonna review that album. <laughs> I like summer, but I like neo soul playing guitar live instrumentation somewhere yeah. more than anything else and i think i think the most interesting thing for me is and we have this conversation all the time is the state of r&b and how people feel like r&b is different some people think it's not as good as it used to be so you know i think summer for this era's r&b okay i get why you consider her a standout like for this trap and b type stuff where you don't necessarily have to be the strongest vocalist and she she can sing very well i'm not saying she's not a good singer she can sing very well but you compare her to a her a jasmine sullivan it's it's not it's it's not it's not close two different (laughs) so i'm like categories but we have those people who are present right now and people are putting summer above above them essentially like you know kojo we love you bro uh kojo yeah, yeah, nah, we got, nah. <laughs> another in camera camden slow push kojo kojo so uh tell the listeners this week a couple kojo. days ago kojo tweeted uh summer walker might be an r&b legend and he was he also got ratioed <laughs> good kojo now, Come were, on, bro. There were some people who who agreed with him, and when he was um, when he was you know in, interrogated about it, and I might not be quoting this directly, you know, he cited you know he really loved over it, and you know he he's like he he said I said might like I'm not saying she is, I'm saying she has the capability of being so, and you know Twitter reads what they read, they see Summer Walker, they see Legend, and and they get angry. Like I know what he was trying to say, but for me it's like. Okay, she's four projects in. Two of them are EPs. One is a mixtape. She got one debut album. I I can't attach that label to someone who hasn't been around long enough to like. That's like saying Young Blue might be a legend, and he's put out a project and an an album and an EP. Like I I, I just I I personally. Like, does she have the capability? Sure, a lot of artists have the capability. But I just, again, and comparison, you know, some people might not like it. Her might be an R&B legend. But we see her on these festival stages. We see her yeah. collaborating with all these people who are just cornerstones of music. Right. We see her on stage playing multiple instruments. We see, yeah. we, we just, like, her is just undeniable. Yeah. And so for Still me, legend uh, yeah, but I, I I think she's closer. She to, she's to on it. the trajectory uh, to be in it. But Absolutely, legend implies time for me. But yeah, oh, point, no, 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 and I, and and that, that's what I'm getting at. I'm just like, you know, yes, you can say Summer has the potential. <laughs> that's a funny pun. She's got a song but on what potential. Criteria? I wish Kojo, Kojo, I wish you were here because I I need to hear this in person. Like, on what criteria? 
Yeah. Don't say streaming in numbers because nah, that's not nah. a, he, he, that's he, not he a didn't criteria. say anything about numbers from what I understand. Like I, I was, I, I would go check back on the tweet every so often. I would see more quotes and I was just laughing. I was like, yo, people be killing Coach over his opinions. And, um, and I told him the, cause we were talking about, um, we were talking about damn, the, the Kendrick album, damn, like, cause he doesn't like it. He feels like, he feels like it didn't have replay value and he doesn't like the song pride. And I'm like, Kojo, you and I either 100% agree or we just are on completely other sides of the spectrum. (laughs) And, you know, again, I think Summer's talented. I think she makes very relatable music. She makes women feel a certain way, which will just always put you over. Her, SZA. Yeah. Everybody. And that's always going to connect. And that's the other thing. People can compare over it to Control a lot. And I'm like, nah, dog. Control shook up the earth, Summer 17. It's a different sound. It sounds different. That too. There's nothing that really sounds like it. It has moments of everything, Mm -hmm. but like it really has its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, again, uh, all of this to say, I'm looking forward to the Summer album. I don't hate her, despite what people think. People always ask me about this album. I, I think they be trying to set me up to get no, hated for my opinions I, on I it. I get it like, too. I get a little bit too. When, like, I, when I talk to people about it and people are like, oh, for this man, I'm like, no, 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 y'all. Clear it, is the best summer walker. Yeah. Summer walker. Yeah. So, you know, definitely looking forward to it. And if the album is incredible, I yeah, y'all know I'm going to own up to it. But um, I think this hyperbole, the hyperbole is really what kills me. And we're in such a hyperbolic culture in music these days, which is I really- <laughs> yeah, it's really, really <laughs> frustrating. Like it's it, it can be a lot, but it is what it is. Uh, lastly, so uh, Silk Sonic, which you no, know made no. up of Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack, uh, a couple months ago, they said that they were going to delay uh, an evening with Silk Sonic to January 2022. <sighs> I personally found this a little funny, just because they put out "Leave the Door Open." Leave the Door Open was doing its Earth thing. Shattering. It's still doing its thing. Earth shattering. And then everyone who really liked that song, they were like, yo, they just put the song out and then left us. I'm like, well, when you have a single that's doing well, let it cook. You could just let it cook. Like, you don't have to rush the project because people like one song. You let it cook. As soon as it starts coming down the charts, you, you, and they put the video out early, but like, you could put a video out, you could do something. They were, they got a Grammy performance off just that one record. And granted, Bruno and Anderson individually have been doing their thing. So, of yeah. course, they belong on the Grammy stage, but for them to get a set just to do that one song, like, Shows how impactful the song was in a very short period of time. So I think they only put the song out like a couple weeks before the Grammys. Um, but uh, the, they announced, you know, they were pushing the album back. And the interesting thing was Bruno's comments. He said he didn't want people to consume the album. His exact quote, he doesn't want to be binge watched by releasing the music all at once. And I'm like, well, if you don't want what? people to listen to an album as if it's an album why would you promote the album like it's an album like just put out singles or little eps or something so i i I laughed at that comment i was like is silk sonic feeling like the pressure of people you know really anticipating and everything they built because like their rollout for the duo and the song was it was great like I, i was locked in we were excited for it and then they put out skate and I, I ain't really like skate it didn't hit I, I i did not like skate so i'm like okay they're one for two right now you know i'm i'm aware of their musical acumen they're incredible so i think that you know the product is going to be good but the, something was just off for me it was i think it, i think it was two things one i think in comparison of the records right leave the door open is just like bro it's different. It R&B got, sold to the fullest. There's so many layers that I could just nerd out and just geek about that that song has. I mean, from the, when we when it first came out, we talked about the arrangements, mm-hmm. the writing, the performances. Anderson Pack did that one take, one take on the drums, one take. Mm. Um, 
just everything, bro. And just what is reminiscent of from the Gamble and Huff to the the Stevie references. It's just so much there musically, yeah. right? So that translated. It traversed all communities. It traversed everything, and people hadn't heard from Bruno in a minute. So yep. when Bruno came out, that was like, oh man, this what this man Bruno. It was just, on. it was like, just perfect. What is Bruno on right now? Everything right? just came together so well, right? And I mean, everything was great, and you, we got into a vibe, and we're like ready for that. We're yearning for this. Like everyone, all you see on the timeline, real music, finally, <laughs> finally, oh my god! And we're like, yes, let's go. Yeah. So they let it cook, but they overcooked it. Yep. To me. Yeah. They overcooked it and there was too much break in between. So it's one of those situations when it's like people are never going to look at a song. And it adds, I mean, honestly, rightly so because it's supposed mm-hmm. to be on the same project. Yeah. If there's too much time in between, they're going to kind of like, it's in a, there's a little bit of a disconnect. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to someone uh, at work who, uh, shout out Nick. Uh, he's also named Nick. It's probably <laughs> the same way. Wow. Uh, and we were talking about, it, he's like, I feel like talking about missing a moment. Yeah. It's like, bro, okay. Give us one more. Give us another one. And I think if they even would have put skate after, I think skate would have been it would have been different. Like it would have been, I think, even received differently. If they put it out first, no, no, no. It may be first, mm-hmm. but more so in the standpoint of like, okay, if you look at the numbers, I'm sure the stream. All right, the stream is going down a little bit. All mm-hmm. right, now give them something at like the bottom yeah. of the right. Boom, skate. I feel like we would have been like, okay, cool. This is another part of what the evening with them is going to be like. And mm-hmm. also, people remember they put out the intro to. At the project as yes, well. Yes, this intro did. and leave the door open. Yes, out. yes. And so, you know, I'm. I really like study these guys. Pack is up here for me. Yeah, Bruno is up here for me. Yep. The people who work with them, like fifteen hundred Brody and Fontleroy, and all, are up here for me. Yeah. So like, I'm very very excited for this project. But it's just like, bro, please, y'all, do the rollout right. Do everything right. Do everything right. Because give this music, this music that I know that they're sitting on, mm-hmm. give it everything it needs yeah. to, to be heard at the highest capacity and received, too, at the highest capacity. I think Skate would have been received better if it wasn't a single. Like, if we just heard that yeah. on the album sequentially. We always talk about how, you know, people put out singles and you're like, and eh, then you hear it in the sequencing. Sequence. You're like, okay, that, I get it. that's better. I, I think, I honestly think once Leave the Door Open started to, Taper off Put the project out Just put the project out that, That's what I would have did I know I'm not an artist I'm not an A&R Whatever That's just no, what I would have No don't diminish yourself Because, because <laughs> But like skate just it, it, it didn't do it for me So now I'm like Alright They're shooting 50% right now You know If this is Baseball uh, Batting 500 Great If this is basketball Shooting 50, 50% Great And music You put out a song That people not feeling It's like mm, I don't know So will they do another single Before November 12th Because they did update The release date They pushed it up again To November 12th After saying January 2022 Shout out So Oh yes 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 Faye's birthday Yeah yeah um, So We We'll see I'm, Am I excited for the project still Yeah I mean I'm gonna listen regardless I, I I know their capabilities And so I think it's Going to be Good But the handling of it and just Bruno saying he doesn't want to be binge watched. I'm like, what, what does so that mean? To, so also to like, and I've seen this in interviews and like discussion. It's specific, 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 specifically the Bruno interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that? This is my, my water jug. Yeah, I got to have your 120. So this this lets you know by the hour, by two-hour intervals, you know how much water you should drink. 120 fluid ounces. So lock in and get your water. Feel me? Don't judge me. Keep talking. 
thing is terrible. <laughs> Taking up the whole shot. Anyways, so Bruno, uh, in the Zane Lowe interview, I remember him talking about, like, he's very big on sort of like the old school approach of put some music together, release it, tour it for forever, and then go radio silence. Mm-hmm. Like, fall off the face of the earth, come back, do it again. And we've seen it in his career. He like, literally has done that. He stayed <laughs> consistent with that. And yeah. he comes in, shatters the earth, Uptown Funk. Comes in, shatters the earth with 24 karat magic, right? Like, And he does that and just goes and goes. And he goes away three years, four years, whatever. On some real Michael stuff, right? You know? And so I think that he is, wants this project to be received, because I know they, they know how good it is. Wants it to be received in a way where people not are taking it piece by piece in the journey, but more so like can't write it off because of the pacing of how people listen to music now. Right. Okay. I think he's trying to play a little bit of tug of war with that, like push and pull with like the current way we consume music. Not we, but the current way, way people uh, consume music versus also like having the moment of outside too, like being able to be outside. Also why another thing why I think they try to throw in skate to try to catch that little end of summer. Yeah. I think they try to do that. It felt like a summer vibe. Just trying to throw it in. It It wasn't hitting. Didn't resonate for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? The song is solid. I mean, but when it, when we think about in comparison to like, and that's the thing that we going, it's going to naturally happen every the, time that's the tough part about having a big hit is that people are going to be expecting you to live up to it or expect something similar to it it was just such a sharp right i, mean, I was like oh. and like it, it's it sounds very bruno uh, anderson pack we know he can do anything so like it sounds true to them but it I don't, something about it just didn't didn't do it for me I think also too, like it came out on the like, wait, wait, they have a song out now, a new yeah. one, and I'm scrambling to mm-hmm. to hear it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh man, mm-hmm. okay, okay, you know, okay, you know, like, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> not a bad song. And also, like, they, these guys are just up here, way up here for me, so yeah, they, they can't do no. I'm just for the sake of mm-hmm. in, intellectual yeah. thought or whatever. Skate might be so, any other artist's best song, and for them, it's just like. We know what you. Yeah, can yeah, do. yeah. Exactly. We know yeah, what that's a great way to say it. But yeah. So with <sighs> all that talk, to a point, but I lost it. Oh, relax. it's okay, bro. It's all right. Yeah. We, we got plenty more to talk about. It can come back around in our board meeting. But with all that talk, yeah, see my jug. I'm I'm sipping. This is this is terrible. Don't what judge. is this? Don't don't judge me, bro. I don't know what. Like, good morning. You've got it. Remember your goal. That's it. Keep drinking. No excuses. A little bit more and well done. Empowerment while while you hydrating. I, I don't see the problem. Yeah, no, I actually have one of these. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm just playing. But anyways, let's jump into our half and half. What you sipping on, my man? Let me kiss the. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. You know. Okay, so I have a funny story about Lacroix. So. Is LaCroix has become like in the last I don't know however long. Shout out LaCroix. If y'all watching this, LaCroix. <laughs> Anyways. Uh LaCroix, my uncle, shout out Uncle Bro. He used to go to Big Lots and buy this by the case and case and case because he loved uh seltzer. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, like I would be at work and you know, all the girls was like, Oh, let's get a LaCroix. Let's get it. I'm like, <laughs> You mean the Big Lots water? <laughs> I'm thinking nothing of it, but I'll go to restaurants. This is like four or five dollars. I'm mm-hmm. like, Y'all playing. Yeah. 
This is big lots. Yeah. Not diminishing y'all though at the same time. Look Facts. But nah, um, so I was at my job and they have a bunch of snacks and stuff for us. And one of uh the people that was working there was just like, yo, can I get a LaCroix? And I was like, okay, what you going to get? She said, I'm getting this flavor. And I've never heard of this in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give a live taste test okay. and review. Oh, this is your first time having it? This flavor. Okay. Had, remember, this is Big Lots Water. Right, I right, right. This Okay, gotcha. It's called Pamplemousse. Moose as in like chocolate mousse. Pamplemousse. Hmm. Kieran, you know what a pamplemousse is? Please let us know what a pamplemousse is. <laughs> what is that? Cam, do you know what that is? That sounds a pample nuts. mousse? What that, is this? That sounds nuts. I don't know what that is, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that. I feel like it's it's giving a little grapefruit, mm. a little citrusy in there. Maybe it's got some like ascorbic acid or something. Mm. I don't know what this is, but yeah, anyways, y'all. Half and half. Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. Our half and half is coming out of a few different articles. Um, for those who are new listeners, our half and half is a segment where I will talk about something that's going on in the music business, just to give y'all a little bit of what's going on, some little current events, some news, and stuff like that. So, interesting flavor. The aftertaste is kind of interesting. <laughs> so we have. I wanted to talk about uh, a group, a very famous group, mm-hmm. ABBA. ABBA, though y'all, Dancing Queen, other songs like that. They're mm-hmm. Swedish group from way back when. They are getting back together, actually, after That's a dope. 39-year hiatus. Mm. Shout out to them. They have a new album coming out. And so they're one of their the songwriters and the people in the group named Bjorn Alveus. I had to look up and hear him say his name so I can get it right. Bjorn Alveus, Swedish name. Uh, they are talking about this thing that he has called Credits Due, which is a new campaign. Mm-hmm. So Credits Due is basically going to be a an application, if you will, for songwriters. It's all about metadata. So I'm going to explain metadata. It's basically for songwriters to be able to be properly credited and address sort of, which is almost probably a billion dollar pay gap mm-hmm. um, for songwriter due to miscrediting and copyright and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So this came from a few articles because I couldn't just read one. So shout out to Mark Savage at BBC, Will Richards at NME, which is oddly my initials, Andre <laughs> Payne at Music Week. Um, so Bjorn Alveus at the Ivers, which is a British songwriting like association. They, they have their own awards, like the Ivers Awards, like um, I think like so much like ASCAP and whatnot. Mm. They have... Um, the, at the awards, he sat uh, sat there and was explaining to people like what this concept is of credits do metadata. So for y'all don't know what metadata, so like when a song is released on like CD, vinyl, or streaming service or anything like that, it, there's a bunch of the information. So like the the titles, the alternative titles, the features artists, the different ways for the the mechanism to be you know searched, um, producer name, publishers, all of this stuff, right? Like all of the the liner notes that. I used to love going to like Tower Records as a kid, mm-hmm. reading liner notes and whatnot. But that's yeah. an aside. We're going to get there. But basically all this information is synchronized with like global databases. Um, so they ensure that the right people are hearing it from when it comes to these reporting agencies and copyright, all that sort of stuff. They use this information, this metadata to be able to properly credit and assign money. And like I said, to the proper owners of the stuff. Mm-hmm. So 
he has launched this campaign um and essentially i'm gonna read his quote which is interesting he said we want to get back to the experience when we had when we want to get back to that experience when we we had when okay i'm gonna restart that because he's using we and had and we and it's confusing me we had to get back to that experience we had when we opened a double-sleeved lp and listened to the songs while reading the liner notes all this explained I think that's a very valuable experience the young listeners are missing today. So what it's supposed to ensure is that the fans are seeing the correct credits from the song, from the writers, producers, all the way down to the session musicians and engineers. And then every person, which is the cool part about it, ensure that every person who's involved in the creation of a song will be clickable in the digital liner notes, Mm -hmm. allowing you to look up every other record that they have worked on. Yeah. So Armand Sadler works on Summer Walker's Nets project. You're going to go click Armand Sadler's name. Say, I've never heard his name. Oh, he does this, that, this, that, this, that. And it's just like a tree from there. And so I think that's valuable. That's really cool. I'm curious to, and I wanted to maybe pose a question to y'all to think, just think about how this would live. I'm seeing and envisioning it on the digital platforms, like insisting, I don't know if people know this, but when you go onto like Spotify or Apple music, you can go to the song credit section and you yep. can see all these people who that, but you know, of course this is going to go much more in depth to like the session musicians, the recording engineers, all the stuff that you get online and notes that you don't necessarily get from these platforms. Yep. I'm curious if how this is going to work. Is it going to link out to something else? Like when you click in, you want to see, well, who's Kieran? Boom. Like what did he do? Mm. Um, so I'm really interested to see that, but this is really important because I mean, the digital liner notes that's fire yeah that's super fire like, i know i would love that i know for me like when i use spotify if, it, if it's like especially an artist i've never heard of before i want to check the credits to see who's yeah. who's producing i know spotify can be pretty limited it's like written by performer and then yeah. producer title is really like intricate exactly, with yeah. it like mixing engineer recording engineer right, right, right. this that and third all that and then genius you can go on genius too and see sampled in sampled by all that um and i thought streaming apps were working on making people clickable so you could click them and see what no, I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't have title anymore so i don't know if that's a thing with them but i know for spotify like it just shows you you can't right, like, right. click and see who so i think it would be more convenient if it was within the app but I mean, if it does, if it links out and you got to go somewhere else to check something out, like that's fine too. I think people need to be informed on these things. Like, you know, there's been a, a, a big wave the last like five years to really credit the producers, like producers yeah. getting, getting their just due. Like you really don't realize how often someone is producing your favorite songs. If you don't go and look, because it's not always promoted. Like some artists, you know, like Reggie Becton, for example, shout out Reggie, shout out Reggie, anything he puts out, he lets you know, mixing engineer, recording engineer, instrumentals, who wrote on this before all, like all that stuff. And I think that's dope for the artists to do because the person in the front sometimes doesn't give that credit. They mm-hmm. just, they, they, you know, they put the song out and it's like, yeah, I did this It's me. Like it's lit. <laughs> and then, right. and then the feature. So, um, you know, I think it's really important to give that credit to people and for people to get paid for what they do, because if, if you're taking the time out to be in the studio with someone and lock in and like, you know, from your sessions, yeah. you don't just get stuff done in one take. Like uh. you, it might take you eight hours on one song. <laughs> and on. so like, if you're doing that prime prime is going to get his credit and you know, whoever's in there, you know, pops coming through playing the saxophone stats, you know, <laughs> backup <laughs> vocals, like they deserve their credit and they deserve their money if there is money to be made. So I think this is dope. Um, it's uh, it's uh, it's a step in the right direction. I'm interested to see, you know, how it manifests. Yeah. So that, I think this is, yeah, I just wanted to share that note. 
Yeah, I mean, sounds like I mean, obviously, we know Title was trying to make the right step towards that. But like, mm. I, I want to point out to Jeff Jackson. Shout out Jeff Jackson, Big Jeff. When he said, you know, the biggest thing you can do for us in a lot of cases is just say our name, right? Yeah. Say our name that we can continue to work because you saying our name is gonna is gonna allow people to connect dots. So mm-hmm. that's that's what I got for my half and half and my pample moose. Karen, <laughs> what's a pample moose? Man, I got a palate. I knew off rip. <laughs> it's giving grapefruit. See, you do have I'm a very, uh, I be knowing. Very shout knowledgeable out big palate. lots too. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to big lots. Let's jump into our first employee of the month for season three. None other than Mike Hamilton Jr. Now, Mike Hamilton Jr. is a senior director of commerce at Epic Records, where he oversees R and B and hip hop streaming, commercial partnerships, and digital sales strategy for artists, including. Giveon, Rick Ross, Future, DJ Khaled, Bia, 21 Savage, DDG, Travis Scott, and more. He previously worked at Atlantic Records as a senior manager of streaming and sales, manager of urban sales, and brand partnerships assistant. So he rose up in the industry doing his thing. Um, While at Atlantic, he did similar things to what he was doing at Epic, but he worked with artists such as Janelle Monae, Cardi B, Nipsey Hussle, Meek Mill, Lil Uzi Vert, Tank, K. Michelle, Burner Boy. There's so many names I can say, but you, you hear these names and you know, and it's dope to see someone... Because people don't realize how many people play a part in the music that they receive. Oh, yeah. Like, I didn't know streaming exec was even, like, like you know, people probably do the work. But, like, the fact that now we're at the stage where streaming exec, senior yeah. director of commerce, like, this is, this is important. Like, people have to play these roles. And so, if you check Mike's Instagram, you know, he's got a picture. He received a plaque. A platinum plaque for working on Victory Lap with Nipsey Hussle. As he should, because and, and 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 like you really never realize how many people play a part in the music you hear. So I think it's really dope. Um, a huge, uh, huge recognition that Mike received recently. He was a 2021 Hip Hop and R and B Power Player yeah. by Billboard, and he was named a Noisemaker by Hits Daily Double in 2020. Uh, just some personal information on him. He is a Howard University alum, a brother of. Alpha Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, a member of the Recording Academy. And if you follow him on Twitter, you know he is one of the most insightful Twitter followers when it comes to music discourse, especially R&B. He's one of the people who are on my side that knows Usher would be Chris Brown in a versus. No, oh yes, that I'm about to say my side. He's on my side when it comes to a lot of music. Oh yeah, 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 no, yeah. Well, like <laughs> that's what I was like. Hold up, my side. Hold up, hold up. I love Mike, but if I had to give him a label within our R&B. F- you know, discussion. He's on my side. He would lean towards the R and B snob. No, there's no lean. <laughs> he, and he's he, here. he admits it. He admits he's an R and B snob. And like, you know, and so do you. So I appreciate that. I'm but not nah. a T shirt. We put that on the T. That'd be good merch. R&B That'd snob. be dope merch. That'd be dope merch. But yeah. Uh shout out to Mike Hamilton Jr., our first employee of the month. It's a good month to be the employee of the month. Absolutely. Kicking it off for us. It's time to hit some slides. You ready to slide, my brother? Man, I'm about to slide. I'm about to slide this water bottle out the way, too. <laughs> Let's see what Frank Ocean, Ocean is hitting for. The best song wasn't the single, but you weren't either. All mm. right. So. That's Frank. As y'all know, maybe like midway through season two, the uh, slide deck became more so a slide war. Uh, it's just a friendly competition, though. It's all love. It's all love. This but man, uh, this man, <laughs> I'm competitive, man. You know how we are. we grew up athletes. <laughs> like we turn yeah. anything into a competition, my man. You I'm know? compete with myself. Uh, okay, I, I, I respect that. Well, I'm competing and I let with the you. Work speak. I'm trying to outdo you. Well, here we are. <laughs> uh, so 
we, we ain't bring no slouch records. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll kick it off. I'll kick it off though. So I brought a record, um, and this is uh, definitely near and dear to us. This is uh, Saki and Eric Penn, uh, Apartment Seven Hundred Six, produced by Brandon John and Tilak on tape. And I'll explain why it's special after we hear the record. I, I want y'all to hear this. You feel like a sunrise. I can feel it warming when you're moaning. You just getting higher by the moment. I am my desire. Leave a kiss in the place that I admire. If we fixing the race, then I'm a liar. I'm a loser. You a winner. Don't confuse it. Competitive. And not on no sedative, please. How we living is better than dreams. This can only get better, it seems. Cause the times when we, in that time that we, this a home with the regular beans. Fiends. Who don't know time and got patience All your fears, I came to erase it And those tears, you came and replaced it Love This shit ain't a phase, it's more like fake Disregard what anybody say to us This shit ain't for the youngs Change your stance, you got your guard up I would never take your love in vain Don't look like sunrise How come every single time that we kick it It end up being on side It's hard to recover can we look forward to what we discovered if we keep our eyes on a review? Review, well, love is a clear view, and I'm not holding you captive. But I refuse to lose everything we established just to stay stagnant. Can you explain why we would travel this far just to break down in traffic? And it's so hard to forget everything we've been through, but harder to imagine living without you. We can't say it's love if we don't make it. We can't say it's love if we don't say it tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, tonight. We can say it's love if we don't make it. But we can't say it's love if we don't say it tonight. Yeah. I why is this record special? Um, I I linked up with Edgar. Shout out to Edgar. Came on our anniversary Amen. episode. Our first donor works with the Village Music Group, as you know, with our homegirl Megan Taylor Jordan. So I linked up with Edgar when he came to the city, and I didn't. And he he said he uh, one of his artists had a show. And I didn't realize that his artist was Saki. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. He sent me the phonetic pronunciation over text, but I should have had him send me a voice note. But I didn't realize that was his artist. Like, he's followed me on Instagram and Twitter for a while, and, like, he's super supportive of the podcast. So I finally got to meet him. He was like, oh, you're Armand. I was like, yeah, yeah. Well, like, what? Yeah, I'm Armand. He was like, no, like, stay busy. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 that's me. And so got to talk to him. It was his show. You know, apparently, oh. well, I, I, I was late getting there because i had to come back from work then take the bus to the city all that whatever um but um i met eric penn as well who was there i think i think they he performed as well and we got to talking and i was like yeah i went to cornell blah blah, blah all that um and i said something about my frat and he's like oh what frat i was like alpha alpha he comes up grips me up i'm like wow that's crazy wow. <laughs> so these two are a part of the village east as you know they got reggie beckton you know village music group Saki and Eric Penn are part of Village East. They're you wow. know expanding to our coast. Wow! And yeah, they're just really, really dope artists. Eric, I've been talking to him a lot lately. He sent me some music. He's got a great project out. Another great project on the way. And man, this record—the first time I heard it, 
because I that like I played it that night. Like Saki told me, listen to his project. I saw Eric Penn. I was like, all right, let me, let me play this joint. I played it and I heard Eric's vocals, and I was like, Whoa. oh yeah, <laughs> he's he's got it. Not like he he is he is uh, a vocalist in every sense of the word, and like just the the energy of the song. Like it's very like moody type. And then we, you got the rap, you got the singing, and they mesh really well. Like, there, there's a chemistry between them that is just, yeah. like, undeniable. We call it love if we don't make it. Yeah. Come on now. Tonight. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You feel like a sunrise. And um, it's also funny. Eric went to school with my guy, Justin Davis, on my wrestling network. Shout out to Justin. Oh, wow. Um, so the world is just incredibly tiny. But, like, just linking up with Edgar introduced me to two incredible artists that i listen to pretty frequently now and um yeah i had to play this for y'all set it off crazy so apartment 706 by saki and eric penn tap in dope dope man this made me want to get the headphones out though like, I'm, <laughs> yeah. trying to, I'm really trying to vibe out with it yeah dang yeah um how do i even intro this this is a man who i think is i call him a steward of the curl of the craft Steward of the culture of R&B specifically. This is an amazing guy. I'm going to talk about this song afterwards. But someone who is a student, someone who is elevating and pushing the craft of singing and R&B and delivery from all angles of it. This man can do all types and does them all at an exceedingly high level. This is You Want My Love by Lucky Day and Earth, Wind & Fire, produced by Babyface and Zamonte Posey. You ain't gotta say much to tell they love me, something new. And when we ain't talking, your thoughts keep telling you you're feeling me too. So why you keep it bottled up? Open, let me show you what I can do I got nothing to prove If the pressure too hard Then baby I can turn it loose It's good times Tell me baby what you ain't know Your eyes say they don't wanna be alone I want you You want me too Show me what's inside, I can see it all in your eyes It's good times, tell me babe what you waiting on Your eyes say they don't wanna be alone But you won't find out If you never try You want my I need a simple pamper moose after that. <laughs> God. 
Bro, but you're gonna say something about it. <sighs> to talk about the record, man. The craft. <laughs> First off, Earth, Wind, and Fire is not just coming out the. They not just getting on no track with nobody, and you're not gonna be able to just take "Can't Hide Love" and redo it. It's a huge cosign. And what I love about Lucky, right? Lucky is someone who touches classics. He touches them and and somehow figures out how to elevate it. Mm-hmm. Nods his hat and tips his hat completely to the the sample. He keeps his samples very true to with the song. You immediately recognize it. Yeah. And then boom, he elevates it, brings some new something new to the table, something exciting. <sighs> I mean, you heard the runs, you heard the clarity, you yeah. heard the delivery, you heard the the effortlessness. Like this man is really. I've been having. I've been on like a lucky appreciation. Sort of wave recently, running back old projects, going like floods. Have you heard floods? Yep. The song floods. Yeah. It's a live version. It's like, on painted, right? Floods yeah, on yeah, but yeah. he has a live version that he did. I think for like some Spotify sessions or something like that. Okay, I gotta tap in. Oh there. my gosh, this dude is, huh? Lucky's up here, like he's climbing in for me. I ran this song maybe about ten times. Mm-hmm. He gets to the second verse, running back. Yeah, over. What mm. music? So child music for me. That's Uncle Music. He's way up here. Did uh, took half crazy, flipped the sample. Yeah. <sighs> and I think it's especially impressive the rate that he's putting music out too. Like Bro, we got high painted, clip, painted twenty nineteen, high clip. We got table for two is this year around Valentine's Day weekend. But even in twenty twenty, I think he dropped like couple couple singles, something like that. Did he do features? He might not have done any features, but um. Yeah, just the rate that he's putting music out as an R&B artist and continually elevating the quality and, like you said, touching classics but respectfully touching them and just... Elevating Doing them. his thing. It, it almost, like, how do you... <sighs> More Pample moves. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he, he is special, but I think there's... And not that this is, like, a, a, a slight Oh, here we go. No, 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 no. But, like, there uh, is... But, like... That, like that, this is indicative of a, a trajectory that he has. I'm, I'm not saying he's he's not good or anything. Like he's very good, but like I feel like this is just. <laughs> it's just your reaction got me feeling like I got to say this carefully so people don't misinterpret me. Like the direction in which he's going with the baby face on Shoulda, with this, with the half crazy, all that. Like the direction in which he's going, because painted like that's a crazy debut. Table for Two was incredible working alongside women. What he's on now, he he's, he's gonna be out of here, like way out of here. That that's what I was trying to say. I'm not I'm not trying oh, to slight, man, I'm not trying to slight the up, man really? or anything. Hearing this man set it <laughs> up, why you gotta let the different. beat build. You gotta, you gotta let the beat build sometimes. I was letting it build, but you set it up like I was really gonna have to really turn up on you, right? I I have nothing but great things to say about. Lucky. I'm about to say because we don't things. have anything else to say about how yeah. he's elevating yeah. everything. Yeah, but that that that's what greatness is. It's you know a continual evolution. We don't want him to stay stay doing painted forever. Like nah, yeah. So that's that's what I was trying to. That's all I'm getting. Okay, at. that's all I'm getting. At. We good with that. <laughs> Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, our stay busy slide deck playlist. It's it's still here. Uh, it'll be available on all platforms. You can hit the link tree in our IG bio. Artists, we are taking submissions. So if you want to slide, add it to the deck. You want us to check your record out and play it for the people. Hit us at Stay Busy Pod on IG and Twitter, or email us at Stay Busy Stay, stay Busy Pod at Gmail And you can also join our mailing list in our link tree. So with that, 
First board meeting of season three. You ready? Ready for board meeting? Man, let's get it. Let's get it. I, real quick. Kira, can you turn down the thing? I feel like I hear myself in the back. You hear yourself? Yeah, I, I do a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Thank you. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, we've been out of office for six months, and in music, a lot happens in just a week. So, you can imagine what happens in six months. Releases, craziness, all that. So, we are going to catch up on what we've we're missed best, discussing with you a, all. This list is a page long, and there's still stuff not on. Oh, yeah. we There's there's, there's, there's stuff missing, but um, where do you want to start, man? I mean, we can start from the top. Let's just run it down. Actually, here, here's what I want to oh, start. Okay. So we put out a question on our Twitter for people oh, to answer. What, what's the best album of the year? What's the oh. worst album of the year? And what's your favorite song this year? And an overwhelming majority of people said, Tyler, the creator, Call Me If You Get Lost, is the best album this year. Well, what are your feelings on that? I don't disagree with that opinion. Mm-hmm. It's I would have to sit and craft mine mm-hmm. and really think about what mine. Because you were very high on it. We've talked about that album. Yeah, that album, run it. Run it, yep. it, run it, run it, run it, run it. Hot Wind Blows is my favorite song on the project. It's crazy. Yeah, Mola. Hot Wind. What? Crazy. Yep. Um, not much to say negatively about that project at all. Nothing for me. I, I, yeah, there's, <laughs> not, I, there's nothing to say. Yeah. Um, why someone would say that's a favorite, I totally get it. <sighs> I'm trying to like I'm as I'm thinking about this. I'm trying to think about like what I would put above that. I have to go on the Spotify. What do you think? Go add some commentary. I know for me personally, my favorite rap album or rap album, yeah, because I I separate rap and R and B. I I can't say one album of the year. My rap album of the year right now is Off Season J Cole, but Call Me If You Get Lost would be right right there. Like it, it would have to be a one A one B situation because it's hard for me to. Certifiably say I think the off season Is better than Call Me If You Get Lost I listen to the off season More than Call Me If You Get Lost But And this is actually I, I want to bring this to you Because I was working on an article For this And it still right. might come out Replay value These days Replay value Is the first thing People go to When they're giving An album credit Or if they're Comparing albums They're like When's the last time You listened to that Yeah And for me it's like That's never been The Thing for me that determines whether an album is better. And my example is Igor, Tyler the Creator, coincidentally. I listened to it the first time. I was like, oh, this is dope. Like, this is one of the best albums I've heard this year. I could probably, on one hand, say how many times I've listened to Igor, but I can confidently say it's one of the best albums of 2019. But it's not something I feel like I have to hear a lot to give that label because I think setting plays a part with certain music. Okay. Environment, yeah. your mood, yeah. all that. Like I'm, I'm never in a mood where I want to go. Like, oh, let me play Igor. But I acknowledge how great it was. Like what I heard was incredible. And so I want to ask you because mm-hmm. I think this plays into our album of albums of the year conversation. Like, do you is replay value the highest metric for you? If it's not the highest metric, is it one of the major metrics? And how do you feel about people who like weigh it so heavily? I guess I don't fault people for weighing it heavily i don't necessarily be like man well i mean replay but replay like it's not the first thing that i think of Mm -hmm. it's not the first thing that i think of right when it comes to like why album is dope right Mm -hmm. but it's something that i'm like and i'm running it back because if you think like this so for example like when i talk to you about like i'll send a reference or i send someone like i'll tell you oh they didn't like the song whatever Mm -hmm. how would i know is because 
people will say something if they like it, mm-hmm. right? They'll immediately be like, yo, that, right? Yeah. Or if you send it and it just like it kind of goes quiet, then it's it's whatever. Yeah. Right? And so I think that's the same thing with replay value. It's like, yeah, you can like something and just put that was in throughout the other. Like think of the albums like you said, off season. You're running it back because yeah. you're like, nah, like this is it, this is it, this yeah. is it. So in this case, I, I respect people that put it as a high metric mm-hmm. for their judging of albums of what something's good because I think that's important, bro. Like it is. It's gotta be able to hit again. Yeah. Like you can't just run it once and be like, oh, I'm good. Mm-hmm. To me, I think it's, I mean, think about the albums as you run once good. Like, even if you're saying Igor, right? Mm-hmm. I have mood. I have an Igor mood, mm-hmm. right? I'd be like, nah, I want to hear some, I need to run that Igor's theme. I want to hear the project, right? Yeah. Because I'm also like engaging with it in a different way. But right. like, which plays to your point of uh, timing or like uh, scenery, just mm-hmm. the environment. Environment was the word. Yeah. Like, said everything else. Yeah, environment. yeah. Because um, we acknowledge like there are gym albums, there are kickback albums. Right, like, right, right. You know, people will say Brent. One of the th- labels they give to Brent Fires, you could play his whole album throughout a kickback, and I'm like, w- I don't know if I would play Brent. I don't. I don't no, know. you got to play Brent at the kickback. At the kickback, like I don't know. Let the smoke clear. Uh, on, I don't know about a kickback. I, I, I think with the joints, I'm, the joints want to hear Brent. I think when I'm vibing with one. But I don't know about like a, a Bruh, setting full the, of multiple people. The joints want to hear Brent. I know they do, but like I, I don't know about a kickback. Karen, you playing Brent at the function? Because like, because there's you're not playing Brent at the yeah. And th- that's not, not a if I'm on the. I mean, if it comes on, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah like Brent's on the ox. Like the joints is. I don't know. Anyways, that's an aside. That's a little yeah, side yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, but um, but yeah, to kind of get back on on track, like yeah, call me if you get lost was tough, really dope. Tough, like tough, Tyler. Tough. His continual evolution as an artist is incredible, and that that's 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 like the album that people have chosen. Like so, like pe- beyond people who answered our question on Twitter, like yeah. everyone's just been praising that album, praising it's, it, praising it. Oh, it's from all all layers, and I think the main thing that I want people who are in the hip hop rap space to take away from that is arrangement, like. Mm-hmm. The way the project is arranged, I mean, from in between the songs. I'm not talking like sequencing of like the order of the song. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like the song got parts. Like yeah. how many rap songs got parts nowadays, right? Other than there's like the quotables, right? Outside yeah. of the lyrics, like the beat doing a hard drop. Mm-hmm. Outside of that sort of like mm-hmm. the easy low hanging fruit arrangement yeah, the things. Beat switch. Right. <laughs> the the easy low hanging fruit arrangement yeah. stuff where Tyler is like, I can think of hot wind, right? Like he's connecting the arrangement of the song with sound effects to his actual bars. Right. Yeah. He's saying, you're talking about, what did he say? Um, something, his wings is whistling. Uh, 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 y'all ain't listening. It's like a, a rising whistle sound goes up as it's like, it, it really paints the picture. He really be painting with these, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, as you say, paint with these drum breaks. I haven't really. Listened. I listen to the project. <laughs> I, 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 I really he rock the project. I know, um, but it's it's one of those things where <sighs> I don't know. Like, I think it matters that replay value. Like, it does matter. Yeah. but it's not something I'm gonna be like hold it against. It's not a something I hold it against too yeah. heavily. Yeah, yeah. So we've had we've had conversations personally about a certified lover boy, but um, I feel like we got to bring it to. To the podcast, I think a lot of our listeners would be surprised at my feelings toward it. Um, Preface it and tell them who you are in Drake. Them. Oh, I am Armand. I'm probably one of the biggest Drake stands ever. <laughs> uh, Drake is my dog. Pretty much every album that has dropped, I've loved it immediately. 
Certified Lover Boy, I didn't love immediately. And it could be because I woke up at 3 a.m. to play it. It could be because of the expectations. But I, my expectations usually don't affect my listening experience. But, um, man, Certified Lover Boy just, it's, it's like Jada gets it of the verses. It's good, but it's not enough. And it's crazy to say it's not enough when it's 21 records. But, um, but, but, but go ahead, finish. Like, Champagne Poetry, the intro for me. For a Drake intro, it just it it was a little lackluster. It was it was I I, I liked the sample, I liked the production of it, I, I liked the the beat switch, but something just his his the the lyrics were not his best lyrics, and the delivery was a little. This is hard, like, this is hard for you to say. No, huh? it's, it's not <laughs> hard because I because because I've I've really come to terms. With, I I just want to really <laughs> articulate things, so I don't just tell people. Oh, I didn't I didn't like it. Like that's not why we're here. I know that's you're not, not going to do that. So like. Yeah, like that didn't do it for me. And but Poppy's home, I love Poppy's home. Um, Girls want girls. One of my favorite songs. Like there are a lot of good songs on it. Part of my, one of my issues was the arrangement of it. So I made a CLB rearranged playlist, Secret sent it out to out. a few people. I put it on Instagram. If y'all want it, let me know. I could put it out. Um, but yeah, like it's been so difficult to really identify, aside from the arrangement, what it is that I didn't love. Well, why I didn't love Certified Love Boy immediately? Because, bro, Take Care, loved immediately. Nothing was the same. Actually, I didn't love it immediately, but I really liked it. Um, what was after that? If you're reading this too late, loved immediately. Mm-hmm. What a Time to Be Alive, loved immediately. Views, more life, I go on and on. Scorpion, I even loved immediately. And I'm, I'm kind of A on it now. But I, I don't know what it is about CLB, but it just... And even still, like, I'm... You know, there's certain songs for good for certain moods, like you know, fucking Vans, get along better, race my mind, uh, TSU. Like he, they're good to great Drake songs, but the album as a whole just, bro, it was rushed. It wasn't. It's not hitting. <sighs> the cover art is a disaster. Like what is? It was just the most thrown together to me lazy take that i've seen from drake and it was it was shocking mm. it's not what you expect the top artist in the world to do mm. for me i mean we had this conversation at length it, yeah. it was just like come on man like we i want something like you know give me something for real like yeah. really take it and it was strange to me because it's like maybe it's literally like going over my head or something like that because when you think about the rap radar interview and he's like i pride myself in being like the guy that has you know really stayed focused and true to the music i haven't really dabbled in too much other than that i've been on the music you know i'm just like well then put effort to all aspects of the music it to me it doesn't seem like there's effort there from if we're looking at all those things a lot of them songs could could have stayed on the hard drive and that's where people give him the formulaic thing. And mm-hmm. we've talked about this. Yeah. Because a lot of it is is sounding this. There's things that are sounding the same. And then you get these moments like of stardom. It's like, well, duh, 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. You get to 7 a.m. on Bridal Path. And you're just yeah. like, whoa, of course. Yeah. So why can't we do this? But in the club banger sense, you know, and the, the different things that he. And Drake is always a guy for pockets. He's going to get in this pocket. He's going to mm-hmm. get in that pocket. He's gonna get in this, which I think is his, one of his greatest skills, right? Yeah. People always try Which to harm is why I give pushback on the formulaic thing because he got multiple formulas. It's like it's, it's like the no, but we've heard it. We've heard it. We've heard it, bro. We've heard it. But it's like, what else can he do at this point? No, but see, that's not the point. And I think people don't realize it's like Drake can get into like give me at everything you can give me stories at anything you can give me stories. Right? Sounds. I don't think he needs to. Well, that's a 
slippery slope. He to elevate, and I always say this, like people, I've said this about Chris Brown, I said this about Drake. The next thing, if they want to really elevate and change some stuff, do a unplugged sort of album, right? Just do mm. something live. They'll never do it, but I would love to see that. Right, you know what I'm saying? That's to me like, how do we elevate and really get like crazy with the range of strings, all that? Like mm-hmm. 2020 vi- vision, imagine that. Like, but but Drake, I know mm. hip hop album, like a rap mm. album, right? With that sort of level and attention to detail in like production, mm. right? The beat it just, it just seemed very. I shrug, bro. To be honest, yeah, it shrug. Like to me, I can I can easily put. Multiple rap albums this year above that. Tyler, J. Cole. Um, I don't know about Isaiah Rashad. I don't know if I can put that one above it. Um, there's some others that there's a, there's a bunch of others, but yeah, I think the point is with with the whole Jersey Migos, thing. Migos Culture Three. I, oh. I put above it. Papa was a Rolling Stone, but not Stone. Look, best. man. Look, man. <laughs> I, I was one of the ones who was very That's elevating. That's a great example of elevating. Yeah. Taking a sound that's like, they only can do that. Yeah. They, like, that's all they can do is mm-hmm. the trap, that sort of vibe, right? The triplet reps, yeah. But they went back into, and what they do, they went back, back, took a Papa Was a Rolling Stone sample and flipped it mm-hmm. and immediately acknowledged the sample. Mm-hmm. But like, that sort of stuff, that's what I'm talking about. You can be you, Right. But elevate in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. For rappers, it's the production, bro. You can only, yep. you know what I'm saying? You're going to rap about so many stories. You're going to rap about chains, diamonds, the joints, everything. You're going to rap about so many things. Yeah. But that project, I think, is that's perfect. I love how the timing works out. That was a perfect example, I think, to the point of, like, elevate. Like, show us something new. Yeah. Right? And what's new is digging deeper into, like, your sound and, like, mm-hmm. who you are, right? At your most core level. And Drake is... When he gets in the backpack rap vibe, that's my like, that's the Drake. I'm just like, yo, this dude is the greatest right mm-hmm. now. Like, and he he gave us moments of that on CLB. Like, you know, for I I, I agree, it could have been shorter. When I saw 21 songs, I was like, uh, what I liked was this was the first album where he didn't have a major lead single. Like, we went into this just completely just thrown together. Like surprised like we were like we didn't really know what direction clb was going in and then you know it ended up having three of the leaks race my mind was intoxicated tsu was not around it's hard love all was a lot of 42 and then fair trade he put on his IGTV without travis scott that's but hard. um that song is hard yeah there was no there was no song that kind of indicated the direction he was going with views we had hotline bling and one dance and controller with scorpion we had god's plan nice for what i'm upset with you know take care we had headlines marvin's room so we, we've always been given these like these like pins or these like things that just let us know the direction drake is going and so i like that he did that but i thought think out that might have huh thought out rollouts yeah well thought out rollouts but 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 you you got to think about it though the thing with him not having a major lead thing, every time Drake does crazy numbers, Drake is Drake. He's going to do crazy numbers. But every time it's like, of course that album did that. God's Plan was on it. Of course that album did that. This was on it. Tootsie Slot. Like, I think that's... that's and it's lame. It's like, it's not one song that's... Like, exactly. For certain artists, that one song is carrying the entire album. But it's like, we know Drake is an incredible music maker. It's not one song that's At doing all, this. Because yeah. like, it's usually not the single that ends up resonating the most from his projects. So I, I like that he went that route, but I think that might have altered my consumption of it. 
because you know you you as artists you kind of got to throw those crumbs like damn well we had humble you know that's not you, a crumb dog well no yeah like <laughs> not a, not like <laughs> it's, it's, say, a, it's, it's a it's it's a metaphorical crumb you know but um yeah i i don't i this is the weirdest experience i've ever had with a drake album because for sure so speak i'm gonna make you say it because we said it I feel like this is hard for you because your boy missed. Um, um, I can't. You feel like he's losing a step. I, I can't say either of those things. I don't think he is. I don't think his ability has diminished. No, I, I think, think if anything, he's getting better. Yeah, I just think the approach and. <sighs> It's hard to like it's because I still really can't pinpoint aside from the arrangement. Like I said, what it is that I just am not resonating. Mm-hmm. I, I, actually, I was having a conversation with um, some of my fellow Drake fans, and, and they were like, "Yo, you wild and CLB is incredible." I'm like, yeah, <laughs> "But Woo! they'll take you know, anything. They'll take anything." Karen. What I did was I compared. I'm like the R and B records on it, for example, "Get Along Better," fucking fans. They they don't come close to a jungle, a jaded. A redemption like though that felt those were like i'm like these are cool you know but you you getting tie on a song to not really do a verse like what what masego on a song to only use the sample yeah. that he sampled for navajo and to not have him on him he drake did it kaylani did it why y'all not using masego you have him come out the out the house to not use him yeah what are we doing yeah but, and i was really excited me too um to, to see the project like the whole billboard rollout thing. I'm like, that was yo, fire. that's genius. That was fire. That's smart. Okay, here yeah. we go. Here we go. Yeah. I saw Yeba. I was like, yo, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah Yeba's heartbreak is a standout from the project. It is the sure. standout to stand me. Out. I would have loved to hear them sing together, but you know, um, <laughs> yeah. That's and, what I'm saying, bro. And Put, like, you're Drake. We'll wait. Yeah. We will wait. Yeah. And s- with Fountains too, with Thames, I would have liked to hear them. You know, harmonize. Like something sound like you were in the studio together, and you know we know these days, especially with pan- pandemic, blah, blah blah, all that. You know you might not be recording. Nah, they all outside. You might be emailing. They're all outside. Ain't no, no pandemic. I, I'm not going to assume. Ain't no pandemic. But Fountains like it, it felt like a diet version of uh essence. of essence essence maybe, but also joints on more life. Blam, Mamadi by Rhythm, and they're not similar, but it's like with those joints on more life. And that was when he really first got into the Afrobeat stuff. But those joints hit. All those joints hit. This one was like, I saw Thames. I was like, Drake and Thames? Oh, you know, maybe that was expectations. I don't know. But it just, it's good. Like, I heard it outside last weekend. Hard. Like, it hits outside. But it's just like, this isn't. It's was not, it the sound system or was it the song? Uh, Probably a little bit of both. And, and the alcohol that I was little, drinking. You know, the yeah, alcohol too. A multitude <laughs> of factors. But enough about my disappointment. I want you to be honest here her back of my mind <laughs> not it straight up straight up and i love her i seen her how many times i seen her i don't even know how many times i've seen her live i paid money yeah. to see the girl not for me uh that to me was i <sighs> okay let's gather the thoughts i used to know her should have been the debut so far as like telling her story as far as telling her story, the title of the project, the songs themselves tell her story in a way better capacity for a mm-hmm. debut than I think any other project could have. Mm-hmm. Back of my mind, if you wanted to do it, should have been the second joint. Little Baby? Yeah, that was that was weird. Little Baby? I, I don't need to hear them on a song together ever again. 
I'm, I'm good. And we had seen how what I feel I felt like it was a label thing. The label yeah. creeping into yep. hey, he's the hot or right this person's hot. Got to do talk it. About him next. <laughs> when we talked about the slide remix, you remember that? Don't. No one ever wants to talk about that. We Ooh. went stupid on that. A boogie, pop smoke, rest in peace. <laughs> and Chris Ooh, Brown. That was so bad. Yeah. What was that? that was, and I yeah. think that that this album was not as bad as that, but it was this that sort of approach of like. It felt very label driven. Commercial. Feel, it, Commercial. It didn't feel. And her does numbers by being herself. Prior to this, it's really never felt like she, she or the machine behind her was trying or forcing things. It's just she's an incredible vocalist, instrumentalist, music songwriter. Mind. She's just gonna. She just puts out good stuff and it goes. But this felt like they were trying to make it go. Trying to manufacture Corday, I made I, like I want her to have some rap features on there, sure. like of course, right? Because it it's dope. Like she's done before, and it it works. She yeah. does the spoken word thing too herself, yeah. right? I'm looking at the track list now. Ty Dolla, I was super excited. It was I, I really like that record. It was back a, in my mind was, the title track. I really like solid, solid, but nothing that we haven't heard from her, right? Mm. Uh, we didn't need little baby like. What are we doing? Come through is not my favorite record that they have. Uh, come together is way come better. Together, cooks come through. Yo, come together is different. Come through felt like a like. They, it felt like they tried to do like a part two, but it was just an underwhelming follow up. There to was what we saw. I've, yeah, and in the video there's no camera shoot, but because like they have a huge age gap. But anyway, whatever. <laughs> Aside from that, um, Young Blue. What? I like their musical chemistry. I, I really like the music, no musical chemistry. I'm no not parts. gonna lie. They they have something where like I love both of their records together. I'm I'm not gonna front. I want because no she parts. was on his album too, Moon Boy. I want no part. I really like their songs together. I'm, I didn't even I'm realize. I'm looking at it now. Slide is on this. Slide is at the. I didn't even know Slide was on this. <laughs> why is it? I mean, you know why they did that. You know why that's done. Well, I I know I know why. <laughs> I'm but saying why? it rhetorically. It's rhetorical. You know why, but why? Why did they do this? Because then I go to I Know Her. I used to know her, and it's just like, oh, song after song after song. Yeah. People still run volume one and two. Like, Yeah, it's not good if people think your it was really, magnum opus is your first It really made project. me sad. It made me sad because I'm like, it was disappointing. you're her. You're getting cosigns from people. Like, they can't even... Form a sentence to think about getting a cosign from. Mm-hmm. Like you were getting all the cosigns. She was on Tony Braxton's album. She was on this person's album, that person's album. I'm expecting. I'm like, yo, hers debut album, but she might get. But she gonna get Erica. She's gonna get. Uh, Tony's gonna be on there, and you know, I'm thinking at least. Steve, I'm like, she might get a feature from Stevie. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking the highest everything, mm-hmm. right? The most impossible stuff. I'm thinking like. They're gonna do it for her. Yeah, I'm even thinking like there's no duet joints. Like her, there's no singers, bro. There's no singers. Ty is the only singer, and Chris. Well, I mean, yeah, we were waiting. A commercial record. We were waiting a while for this, and it did not Where? feel worth the wait. What was that? Did not feel worth oh. it at all. Um, but we we spoke on you know the little baby placement and um you know why that happened and little baby is he is what. Lil Durk was last year. He is what J. Cole was 2018, 2019. He's that artist right now 
the big feature artist who is going to bring your record a lot of numbers. And more often than not, he performs very well. My issue with Lil Baby is people are saying he's on a Lil Wayne-like run. Absolutely not. People, oh, God. Now, Lil Wayne is on a second run right now, which is pretty damn incredible. You know, his verses on Drake's album, Tyler's album, that artist that I don't like, I'm not going to mention his name. He had a good verse on his album. Everything Lil Wayne has touched this year has been incredible. Lil Baby, you know, he when he gets on a song, his verses are good. My thing is, when Lil Wayne was on his run, 2007, 2008, each verse he Every put out, freaking verse, seismic shifts in music. You stopped what you were doing Richter to hear that scale. new Lil Wayne. Richter Wayne. And the verse was great and memorable. This to this day, upgrade your freestyle. We right. taking over. The we taking over freestyle. Everything Wayne All touched was gold. Wayne was giving out verses to everyone. He was handing them out like candy on Halloween. And Lil Baby's doing the same. But right now, in this moment, my thing is what verses of Lil Baby's are going to be memorable a year from now? Uh, the, I can't even name the that cold, many right now. The, the Pride is the Devil joint. Pride is the Devil is really That's good. It. Wants and needs because he outrapped Drake. Um, you know he does really well on records with Drake. But I'm like, yo, what? Wh- what are the little baby records for y'all? And this is the thing with music these days, the era that we're in. People get consumed in presence and quantity rather than the quality of it. So if you're putting out a lot of good to great verses, people are like, oh, you're on right now. I'm very curious to hear people's thoughts next year. What verses will they be able to remember from Lil Baby this year, next year? Because we can, st- and you know, time has passed, Lil Wayne's a legend, blah, 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 all that. But we can name the Lil Wayne tracks. We can quote them. People people go out and say, spit me a verse from, pick any Wayne verse from I, this year I to this year. Beast, spit me one. Me They're going to give you the whole verse. It's not the whole song. Right, Karen? Like, and you know, and this is not to discredit. I like Lil Baby, but the, and and y'all make me feel like the bad guy when I have to say, y'all are overrating him just a little bit, just a little bit. Because if he puts out a stinker of an album, and that's my other thing, Wayne's run was also highlighted by incredible mixtapes and very good albums. Size my turn. It was good. I've my opinion on it has changed since last year. It's not nowhere near a classic. Wayne had multiple classic mixtapes. Classic albums, sure, Carter 2, Carter 3. Those are what kind of provided that run a foundation. It was like, you know, if, if, if you're not into the features, you could go to Wayne's albums and be like, oh, like, this is what he's doing. Lil Baby, his features, they're great. But what, then you go to his discography, and you might be disappointed. If, 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 if you're a new person coming into it, if you're exposed to Lil Baby from his Face of My City verse on Jack Hollow's project or Prize the Devil or Girls Want Girls or whatever he's doing, because he's, he's, I think he's literally on songs with every, he's on songs with everybody this year. But I think we, we got we to gotta separate a run. Like mm-hmm. Lil Wayne's run was superstar making, but he also put out projects that like boosted that. Voice of the Heroes, Lil Baby, Lil Dirk. I don't, I don't think you listened to it. That I, that wasn't it. That was not it. <laughs> Dirk had Baby in a blender. So, like the way we talking about Dirk, Baby, we maybe should be talking about Dirk because Dirk gave us Dirk Ooh. is giving us two great projects. He's killing all his features. He, he's getting the call still. Baby, Baby has something to prove to me. Like I, I need a project <laughs> that will make me feel like I. Right, uh, and I'm still never going to compare it to a Lil Wayne run or a future run. Absolutely I, I'll, I'll not. I'll a Lil Baby run. But you could do all the great features in the world, but you got to also put together 
a project, and it doesn't have to be a classic. You know, we we attach that label to everything. Bring us on a journey. Though. It don't got to be a classic, but it, it's got to be something. Like my turn c- could have easily been trimmed down. It's very good, but it could have been trimmed down, and I, it's just not enough for me to ever put him in that Lil Wayne conversation. Absolutely not. We can go on to the next point. Yeah. I- <laughs> How'd you feel about uh, Justin Bieber jumping on the Essence remix? I held J- off. J- J- Bieber. Stop that. Su- Suya Bieber. Stop that. So hey. I. <laughs> Justin Evo. Tell me you're gonna lie to me. Anyways, um, so I'll just speak briefly on it so we can get through some of this stuff. I held off all the way until today when I saw you put it in the document. Wow. I held off all the way until you didn't hear today. it out anywhere. No. Oh. I, I held off all the way Because people play the real joint When they play it mm. Looking objectively at the song Not terrible I mean you're not going to mess up the song I think his verse should have came first mm. And I think they could have played with the arrangement mm-hmm. Again yeah. The arrangement was terrible I think To showcase like It was long It made it longer mm-hmm. The parts that you're looking for Toward the song Were like mm-hmm. Already there So it was Justin's verse It didn't Feel like it added any weight to anything. Yeah. So I feel like his verse, as most time, you know, we talked about remixes a long time ago. What like, happened to the remix? Bro, what happened <laughs> to remixes? And the format typically on a remix was like the new people will go first. Yep. And then you get the old verse that you like. Because it's, it's like now we're too. settled back into the song. They would switch up the beat maybe yep. or do different drops, things like the simple. You could even do the low-hanging fruit arrangement stuff. And yeah. it would have made it a little different, right? Yep. But, I mean, it was okay. Yeah. Like... A lot of people's complaints, which I understand, was that Essence was organically doing this thing. It could have potentially gone number one on whatever chart by itself. And I think potentially the way it was trending was toward that. But it wasn't like a surefire thing. Bieber, we know. Mega pop star. So from a business standpoint, I get it. Now, my, my my thing, and I presented this on Twitter when it came out, I was like, you know, people get so frustrated. People will say, I want this song to be bigger. And then when the label does something to make the song bigger, they get upset. They're like, no, 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 but not that way. And, you know, you're right. You could have put uh, another Nigerian artist on it. You could have put Burner Boy, someone. Like, you could put anybody on that that was more but true. ginger for that. True to the essence of the record, not to be punny. Hey, of course, you meant to be punny. Of course, you're. <laughs> but Bieber, like, if you're looking for a song to do the numbers you wanted to do, Bieber's one of the people you call. Like, that's that's just what it is. And I I do like the verse. I think it was good. Was it unnecessary? Yeah, but yeah. it was good, and it's it achieved what they set out to. And we don't know whether Wizkid wanted it or not, too. And that's the other thing that these fans who want things and then complain when they get the thing that they wanted, they don't consider is like you like for Wizkid, you know, Wizkid's been doing this thing for a while. Yeah. And, you know, he's really recently breaking into the American music landscape. And you know Bieber's Canadian But Bieber's big in America of course So it's like we don't That could have been a moment for him Where he got that verse and was hype about it He was like yes yes let's do it Like we don't know And so this is another one of those situations Where the business and the art The often unhealthy marriage between the business and the art One thing trumps the other Yeah. And people complain about the art And don't consider the business Or people complain about the business Don't consider the art I don't know if I did that right But So yeah I mean It was was cool I I liked it But you know And I do understand the complaints But I'm just like Yeah You have to It's the music industry Yeah Industry implies business 
capitalism is a thing we unfortunately <laughs> have to live through and they gonna capitalize like yo we want this song to go crazy Let, let's <laughs> call capitalize. bieber yeah. let's call bieber yeah so i mean you know it, it, it is it is what it is but um how'd you feel about the division and ty dallas on cheers to the best memories project i enjoyed it mm-hmm. i heard it um on my trip mm-hmm. <laughs> i heard it and it was i liked it mm-hmm. i i didn't hate it there was there was nothing that was like there was I think I gotta look at the track list, but there was like one or two songs that was like, yo, they're going in. Mm-hmm. Uh Daily he's he's fire. I mean, yeah. this he's he's really dope. And I think he show I remember specifically like listening to that project, like, yo, he's showcasing vocals on this project. Like he's really performing. Yeah. And he was really performing um how like I know he can, right? And yeah. he typically does. So he doesn't really leave much um to be desired when he performs vocally, but mm-hmm. He he! I remember specifically him going in on that and like, you know, Ty gonna be Ty yeah. at the end of the day. So Ty always gonna hit a certain mark. And so mm-hmm. they, I think it was a solid project. It was a cool idea. I like that they got together and did something. Yeah, we need more collaborative R and B projects. I wrote an article about this on Revolt a couple of years ago because there was a rumor Division and her were gonna do a project, and I, I was all the way in for that. We obviously haven't gotten that yet, but I love to see R and B artists coming together. We saw Ty Dolla Sign and Jeremiah do my Ty. Other projects I can't think of right now, but I, I really liked it yeah. too. There was like a interesting stretch with the song like Fight Club, Somebody That You Don't Know, and Rude, the Ty Dolla interlude, where it kind of took the project in a different direction because it's cheers to the best memories. It's celebratory. You know, we just, we're still in a pandemic, but we're in a different, you know, a part of the pandemic. We're not in quarantine. Yeah, we're yeah. So it's like, you know, we're, we're trying to have good times. And then like Fight Club, Somebody That You Don't Know, Rude, it, kind of took things in like a kind of negative direction so i would you know i was i was trying to get an interview with them and i was going to ask them about that but um yeah that was the only like weird part for me but i really like the project too um i I thought it was was solid i thought it was really good i think i think it's been a really really strong year for r&b jasmine sullivan pick up your feelings is still still um hotels it's called hotel i'm sorry pick up your feelings one of the songs hotel is incredible well, pick up your feelings. Set kind of a tone. It did, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that that joint is incredible. Um, I really like Snow Allegra's "Temporary Highs in the Violet Skies." Bro, that. So at first, actually, at first, and I listened to it purposely in my room with my headphones on by myself mm-hmm. at night, and it it was like, it was, for me at first listen, I was like, uh, I don't know, but it was one of those situations where. I spent time with it. Mm-hmm. There was immediate like songs to me. The clearest one uh, was it on my mind yeah. with the following. Special. That's the, the best song. Like special. Like a first listen. Oh, this is the best song. Mm. Listen again. Oh, this is the best song. Like every time to me, it's it's everything else after that. Mm-hmm. I really love the pocket on Lost You. Right? Yeah, Whew. I love the pocket. Great single to put out. It that was, it was great. One after and at um, first, you know, I remember we were a little worried because she put "Dying for Your Love" out, and then it was like radio silence for a while. Yeah, and then the project, and so yeah. people were like worried. Uh, I I got to listen to it again to get like now I want to listen for concept and what's mm-hmm. the story talking about. But I mean, the songwriting is there. Hey, Snow is going. She's not going to come out with no with no BS. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I I recently ran it back like last few days or so, mm-hmm. and it, I was like, oh, this is still hitting. This mm-hmm. is still hitting. Um, but I'm gonna run it back again because I love me some snow. Let's let's uh let's rapid fire a few of these joints. Uh, oh, I don't want to rapid fire this one, but uh, 
Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. Okay, we'll come back to this. Let's wrap it. Let's, we can come back to this one because that will that'll be our ending point. That'll be our ending point. Um, yeah. Okay. Rapid fire from the top. Uh, all right, I'll go up. I'll go up. Uh, baby's comments are rolling loud and his subsequent doubling down. baby's an idiot. <laughs> he he Goofy. he's an idiot, and he and his music. I, I was already feeling a certain way about his music. The thing that we've learned and we've seen <laughs> through the story of Doja Cat, for example, good music will uncancel you. Oh, come on. They don't want to hear that. There's a lot of people who are forgiving Doja right now. And I really like her. I'm playing at hers real, real good. I'm not going to front. And I, I was, I, I went into it. I was like, I don't really want to listen to this. Doja fire. I listened to it. It was Doja very good. Doja's bro. like that. <laughs> so for me, it's like, you know, and the smart thing she did was after all her drama during early pandemic, she just stayed quiet. And just put out good music and let people forget things. Because the news cycle, it's like this these days. This, yeah. There's always a crazy new story. So she just stayed quiet, mm-hmm. put the music out. And she, people, she's like one of the biggest pop stars out right now. Like, and that's Doge. good musical carry. My dad know who Doja is. Bro, like, she, <laughs> she appeals to so many people. She raps, she sings, she dances, like her performances. She's just, she does, she's doing it. She's doing it. The baby, I, ever since 2019, Kirk. I was like, his music is not doing it for me anymore. So for him to then do some dumb shit and <laughs> double down on it, it's like, bro, you're not that nice to where I'm gonna overlook you being dumb. To, like you, like you. Uh, next one, because the baby is yeah, he's the bozo, <laughs> the dummy. Uh, Kanye West antics, Donda review, Donda, Donda, Donda. Um, yo, when I was listening. To- Donda, 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 Donda. Bro, Donda. I was in the car and I'm like, I see Donda chant. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm listening to it. And I'm like, wait. <laughs> I'm like waiting for it to do something. And it's Donda. Donda. I'm like, yo, bruh, mm-hmm. do something. Yeah. Like, yeah. <sighs> I. <laughs> there's, there's some, the, some of the production, some production, but. <sighs> Quick note on it It felt like it was made in an arena Like some yeah. of the production Oh yeah The way like it was yeah. Mixed and things like that A lot of huge reverbs A lot of big things like that To make it sound big Yeah So it's like uh, It makes sense that he was in there He felt like this But yeah. Next on him I mean, there, next were, there were some high points on the album Overall I feel like it was a mess I don't really like it That's, that's <laughs> all I'm gonna say And his antics prior to it Rehashing the Drake beef all It's just not Bro just You're you're Kanye West We know you as a musical genius And you know what I think I think that he is so Complacent now I think he is so Caught up in how much of a genius He knows he is And yeah. his fans Are Enabling so, Yes Because they're like Anytime you slander Kanye It's like But his production His production I'm like Saying Kanye's production is good Is like saying his teeth are straight Like that's like <laughs> What like there, there's like, there's okay, got to be else? more to it, and there are people who are confused. Like people hate Kanye. Why? But where do you want me to start? <laughs> Slavery is a choice. The Drakes. Like well, where do you want me to start? Like are, are, do, do, are, is it really shocking that people hate this or dislike this man for these? The Trump. Uh, he was trying to help Trump get reelected. Like come, uh, come I was on. There. I was at SNL that day. I'm, so it's like, bro. For me. Even with the high points on the music, it's like I'm just always going to approach his stuff with a certain mindset. And I I, I, listen, I gave the album a fair listen. I listened to the whole thing in the car. Car tested it. Like I, I ain't just sitting in my room on the, the laptop. I car tested it. 
that some stuff hit, but nah, nah. For me, nah. Um, well, definitely want to give a quick shout out to Rory and Maul starting their own show. You know, we know we know the Joe Button podcast was dealing with some internal things, and I don't I don't like to speak on people's business. Um, they they obviously put it out there, but um, you know, as, as creators, things happen between people, and you know, people's visions change and they move uh, other things. But Rory and Maul doing their thing, the show is doing numbers, and um, they have really, really good chemistry. So um, shout out to them for doing their thing with the show. Um, Mariah the Scientist, Rye Rye World, I I, I really like it. I, I really like it. It, it sounded it was Rye Rye World was giving re re references. <laughs> it was sounding like some re re references on there, bro. And you know, I and I, we said this before we started, but like I, I didn't think about that till you said it, and then when I heard it, I was like, okay, th- th- there is some. But it's like, is it bad to be influenced by Rihanna? Anyways, is it bad to be influenced by Rihanna? She's one of the one of the biggest women ever. No, there's influence, and then there's like this is they this is a Rihanna reference. There's influence people no people do that and i'm gonna call them out the same way that's fine but but can you acknowledge that it was good though well i didn't well i mean i wouldn't hate the song but right. i'm like did, when i when i find a new artist i mm-hmm. want to say who are you okay you know and a bunch of people have sent me joints have sent me the project people send me yo check this out check this out. Check out her project before this one no okay yeah check that one out. i'll check it out check i'll give out. her a chance yep. Okay, uh, baby Keem is the melodic blue. Oh God! So no, nah, table it because <laughs> that bleeds into top of the morning. <laughs> Woo! Uh, Dipset versus the locks versus that was just really dope. A really dope moment for New York. Um, I mean, I'm mean, not from here, but I, yeah, y'all really was like really. Yeah. That yeah. was a moment for it. And Jada, it Kiss, was cool to be in New York and witness that. Yeah. And Jada has been happening. getting his flowers deservedly uh, as a result of that. So people saying he's like one of the top five rappers ever. I don't know if I can say that. I don't. I don't Jada is real dope though. He's he's, he's very he's, dope. Yeah, love okay. Jada Kiss. Uh, uh, Young Blues Moon Boy. Very very good album. And I, I will admit, a guy who gets the Drake feature early on, and the Drake feature is usually their best song. Your mind still. I'm always like, hmm. So well, what you got beyond that? I went into Moonboy like I don't think I'm going to like this because I don't think he's going to deliver anything that's as good as your mind. Still, I was wrong, and the features he got on there, he got John Legend on there. That's your guy, Jeezy, A Boogie, Chris Brown, Two Chains, Her, and that's just a few. Like he the and the features he pulled for being an independent artist too. Like that was really interesting to me. But I I. And I'm not the type, one, you know, people call classic, they say an album is a classic if there's no skips. I'm not going to say that. To me, there's genuinely no skips on the album. There's nothing I heard where I wanted to inch towards the next button. Genuinely. Genuinely. So it's an album of the year contender for me. If no one else feels that way, that's okay. All right, Nicki Minaj vaccine commentary. (laughs) Nikki is just at an interesting place. No, I'm playing. I was, I was. Let, I let you finish your point. Oh I yeah, didn't mean to no, no. I mean, you that, that's <laughs> it. You know, no, you know. We're Album to, of the year. It is. It is up there for me, and it's hard to classify it because he does the melodic thing. He raps a little bit. He sings, and you know, he like, bro. I, being the responsible guys we are, I would just encourage you to listen. To I'm it. because you you giving high praise, and, high, and you know I, I'm, I'm not like that. There's like hefty. There's not too many times where I'm really high on something that's trash, lofty. Maybe well, people think Nav is trash. Nav is dope, but um, Moonboy is an album of the year contender me, for me. 
Album of the year contender I'm for a, me. Ooh, that's wild. For me. I'm, I ain't even got to hear it to know that's wild. But anyway. Hey, man. I'm going to listen. And, but, and, and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm come not, back I'm and, not the only person who went into it apprehensively. We're going to come back in episode way. two. We still got to get to your boy top of the Absolutely. morning. Absolutely. Uh, Nicki Minaj is just, you know, she's dealing with a lot of things that she's bringing on herself. And I just thought the vaccine comments were funny. Like her cousin it was just got funny. swollen testicles from something. It was like, just it was just funny. Like anyone who took her seriously was like, "Bro, come on, you know, like yeah. you shouldn't take it seriously." Yeah. But Bia, she was on that Bia song. Yo, Bia, we gonna talk about Bia. Bia, dope. Bia, Bia. Bia dope. I, I, I still think it's crazy. I saw her at Cornell. She came to Cornell, uh, 2016. Performed at it's a black affair, and then came. She she did a song Gucci coming home. And then a year later at Gucci Man's concert, she opened for him. And now she's, you know, the Russ song. I like wow. the way you bird. Like that. Oh like my she, God. She, she's I blowing up. I haven't put that together. She's I didn't doing put one thing. on together. She, okay, uh, you, were you abroad? I was gone. You I were abroad that semester. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, so. Yeah, Nikki, uh, prayers for you. Uh, DJ Khaled, 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 horrible album. That's all I got to say. Horrible <laughs> album. Uh, Thames, If Orange Was a Place, really liked it. I'm surprisingly... The Brent f- song was my least favorite. It was wasn't bad, but it was a little underwhelming. I I'd have to go back and listen. Like at first listen, I I ran the project mm-hmm. a while back. It was like five songs. I think Thames is having a super like this is her momentum. Yep, and this is solid. She needs to follow it up. Yep. with something else. Yeah, uh, because it was solid, but not enough for me to be like, oh my god, yo, she's here to stay. Mm-hmm. Like blow the roof off. Thames in the building. Yep. None of that. Yeah. Right, but she was. It was. It was. It was, it was solid. Yeah. Solid for what she has. Yeah. Isaiah. Isaiah Rashad. The house is burning. Very good. I admittedly, and not for anything negative, his lack of ability. I just wasn't never really into Isaiah Rashad. Uh, but people were, you know, really hyping this album up. My boy Caleb interviewed him for G- GQ. Shout out to him. Uh, went to listening party. Said it was real dope. So yeah. I, I listened to it. It was really good. Like there are definitely some songs, some skips on it. That some some of his songs are a little snoozers. Like it's just like it's that it, little, little it's boring. that you got to really catch his cadence, catch yeah. into his 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 whole yeah. vibe. But he raps well. The features on it, I love. Smino, SZA, Black, J Rock. Like it, it was really good. I, I would definitely put it up there for twenty twenty one. Yeah. No, nah, he he was dope. I enjoyed it. It's yeah. very con- it's like country smooth. He's sort he's, of. he's he's he's, he's yeah. uh he's from the south. Chattanooga, from the south. So yeah. Chattanooga, yeah. Uh, Lil Nas X is just a social media genius. I, I'm really curious. Is it all him? I know he has help, obviously, but I'm like, dude, these are like ideas, ideas. Like, yeah, and the way they execute, I'm like, damn, yeah. is this all you? Mm-hmm. Like, if that's all you, sheesh. Yeah, admittedly, I haven't listened to the album yet. And, Me neither And it's not Again It's I, not high on my list To listen to Yeah And it, yeah, and it's nothing against Lil Nas no. X It's just like I, I, I listen to music Based on my setting When I'm in the gym I play primarily Trap type music Or you know Lyrical type rap stuff Aggressive gritty type mm-hmm. thing Sometimes I'll play some R&B In the gym When I'm warming up Or something There's just it's hard for me to find a setting And setting is big for me I think so It's hard for me to find a setting Where I'm like I'm gonna play this Lil Nas X So but I do plan to get to it at some point, and when I do, we can, you know, come we'll discuss, back to that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're laughing. So, Meek Mill, Expensive Pain. <laughs> Meek, um, Meek is... We weren't laughing about Meek, by the way. We were laughing about the point before. That, <laughs> yeah, I that did I just, that to mess with Meek. I literally don't even want to discuss <laughs> it. Shout out Keegan Bryant. We love you, Keegan Bryant. Uh, Meek Mill, Expensive Pain. It is... Um... 
it's weird, man. Meek, I haven't listened to Meek's me. magnum opus to me is championships. championships. Yeah, it was a lot of, but there was a, it was a moment, bro. Yeah, I mean, it was like, like coming everything out of, going yeah, into yeah, it, coming like out of jail, was, his relationship with Hove, all that. Too. And in the last couple of years, Meek has kind of <laughs> done harmed his reputation with his corny tweets with his meek is a clown like and it's it's such a deviation from the guy he was presented in, presenting himself as in 2018 and uh people you know i've discussed this with people and they feel like people just aren't i don't really care about meek or his music anymore and you know when his album came out i was excited because I, I i really love meek's music like championships is his magnum opus but wins and losses is real good dreams worth more than money is real good and this one i went into it excited and it didn't do it for me and then he tweeted expensive pain is better than championships and i think no, that sorry. isn't very indicative of, of where that. meek is at <laughs> in his life right now he's like he's really out of touch with how pe- some people think he trolls with the silly tweets he I does he do. i i don't I, I think he might really think this way like i i, I in really certain I, cases in like nah that you think that I, I i really think he thinks this way and i'm just like what happened from 2018 to now where you went from this guy we respected and celebrated to this guy that we just like we want you to stop tweeting and just rap but then when you put out the, the album i'm, just, I'm like I gave it a car test. I gave it the AirPods test. I gave it all these different tests. And I'm like, there's stuff on it that's good, but didn't do it for me. And it's the the sales drop. Championships did 200K first week. And I don't care about sales. You know that. But this one did 85, 95K. But he had a lazy rollout. The singles he put out it, bro, that's wasn't what it much is. energy behind it. That's Cover art was really good. They're throwing these albums out at us. Why? I'm just like, Meek, you're not at the point where you could just put something out lazily and do numbers. Like, championships, he gave us dangerous from the summer he gave us uptown vibes oodles and noodles like he you know it was a rollout and there was momentum going into it this one just felt like he was like oh i, I could just throw this out you, you don't got it like that bro <laughs> you, you, you're not kendrick you're not drake you're not cole but kendrick drake and cole still do rollouts too so meek what i i you know there might be some identity crisis going perfect on. perfect segue into our final point and we're gonna keep this as brief as we can because uh, we are over time yeah however we're going to give it the adequate time that it needs. Yeah, man. Uh, so Kendrick Lamar is set to leave TDE after his next album. And there was a lot of hoopla made about that because people misinterpreted it and thought he was retiring from music. He's not retiring from I don't music. Know why I thought that. PG Lang is a thing that he's doing on his own. Artists do that. They they they, they, they pay attention. Yeah. They build people. for a while and then they move and they want to do their own thing. Kendrick is at the point. This is like Drake, you know, going from Cash Money to OVO. Like it happens. Artists yeah. do that. J Cole going from Rock Nation to Dreamville. Like it, it happens. People do. People do that. To be a part of the three headed dragon, you would think he he needs his own thing. Yeah. And so, um, <laughs> and with this, he his his cousin Baby Keem, you know, close ties. They've written for each other. Um, Baby Keem put out his album, The Melodic Blue, uh, a little bit after the announcement. I didn't really like it much. There's there's some stuff on it. There's a really good run on the album. But it felt like Baby Keem was trying to experiment too much when he doesn't have a foundation yet. You got to build. You got, you need something to stand on before you put something else on top of it and it just feels like he's still not at the point where he has that foundation yet and then you get those like kendrick's verse on family ties incredible he smoked that yeah kendrick's verse 
<laughs> the song Range Brothers with the top of the morning, like it's night and day. I'm like, what, what, what is going on here? I don't know if I like this this relationship that these two have. <laughs> I, I don't know if I want Kendrick to be doing this. To be honest, man, like it's not like he has anything to prove, but this gap that he's taken from damn to now, the expectations, the desire are high, bro. So he has to deliver in a certain way. What I've heard, he's gone one for two. Family ties real good. Range brothers, meh. So I'm I'm intrigued at the at the direction for Kendrick with this last TDE album, and then what he does after PG Lang. What if he pulls a Frank, where he puts out whatever for TDE, and then the next day comes with something he's really invested in? We we, we don't know. So um, I would hope he don't do that because I don't think it's that crazy of a situation. I, I think it's just like amicably like hey. Time for me to move on. I'm one of the biggest artists. I'm a part of the three headed dragon. I don't have my own thing. Like I should have my own thing. I want my own thing. I'm creative enough to have my own thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's like that sort of situation. His stature has gone well above being another artist on the roster. Mm-hmm. So um that's an aside. But yes, yeah, just to briefly address it, like I said earlier, like it's one of those things where I wanted I wanna Kendrick every time is gonna bring us a character. He's gonna bring us yeah. Like his Where he's at right mm-hmm. And he's gonna create A whole space around it Similar to how Tyler does Big concept people Concept people bring us Into their world For where they're at At the moment Yeah And so with Kendrick Because He's been sort of Allowing Keem To kind of like Be in the front And he's kind of like In Keem's right Just right behind him Or at his side Yeah But we haven't heard Nothing from Kendrick yet Now if we had heard Something from Kendrick And then he was doing this It'd have been like point. Okay maybe I get it That's a good But point. it's because We're trying to figure out Like Kendrick What are you doing Like what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. it, not that I don't like it, but it's, I'm not, I, I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. right? I'm trying to figure what that is. I'm trying to deal with those feelings of yeah. like, I have this expectation for what I want you to do, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know what this is, right? Yeah. And it's not even you, you're the feature artist on this mm-hmm. stuff. So that's been my main thing. But yeah. I'm, I'm, Kendrick is up here for me. So I'm gonna lock in and just yeah. like let him cook. And like see what he presents to us But 100% Let's jump into this bulletin board Quickly um, last one quickly, quickly. Yeah 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 the bulletin board. Oh yeah Jump into our bulletin board uh, Definitely want to give a shout out To our uh, fraternity brother Daniel Omak um, Otherwise known as Artist named Dan Kima Released his project Sunlight Congrats to you um, Reggie Becton From the Village Music Group Will be performing at Elsewhere Alongside Grace Weber On November 3rd I'll be there Pull up Link me Buy me a drink um, And okay. Young Thug will be releasing Punk October 15th I'm very much so looking forward to this If you have not watched his NPR Tiny Desk performance Watch that You get a preview as to what is coming I'm very excited for it Thug misses very rarely He's pushed, He pushes the boundary on creativity Yeah and I think this is his superstar push Good I th- I think this is this is his, his moment So I'm really looking forward to that But Ladies and gentlemen, that was episode one, season three. We're back. We discussed a lot. We had plenty more coming this season. Yeah. Uh, Dope guests, as per usual. And uh, yeah, the busy boy way. So for Armand, for the guy Nick, I want to make sure that y'all stay safe, stay humble, stay busy. Play that track. Baby girl, baby girl, how you feeling? I've been out in the world, staying busy Taking time, getting right if you miss me I've been out in the world, staying busy Monday's 9 a.m.
friend Every week tell a friend Busy over everything Busy over everything Busy boys, gotta call now, ain't you heard? Ain't you heard? Got the vibes, got the vibes you put you on, put you on Got the slides, got the slides I'm the size, I'm the size Running down, know we hold it down Man. I've been out in the world staying busy